Hey, it's Page Avenue Crew. My name's Adam. I'm Dan. I'm Ryan. Josh. And we have a guest. He's a dude who you may be familiar with if you've seen uh, the most recent, I guess, story of the year music video. He's from the hood. He's from the area. He's our good friend. At least that's what he thinks. His name is Jordan Phoenix. He's a director, he's a filmmaker, and he's from the Lou, and he made the Miracle video, he directed the uh, the live stream that we did recently. Hi, dude. That's true. What's up? Yeah. I got that chocolate milk throat right now, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we are drinking a, a new beverage from our friends at PBR, Pat's Blue Ribbon, but they make this hard, what's it called? Hard coffee? It's so dark in here now, I realize I can't read it. But it's like a 5% hard coffee, it's very, it's very delicious, it tastes like chocolate milk, but... I instantly regret drinking it. But we're going to be like, wow. We're going to be like, wow. milk throat. Yeah. Flirty. Adam, do you remember when we made our little film project and we went out to uh, interview the Glowworm? What's that guy's name? I'm sorry, the, about? the Glowworm? All right, don't say his name. Yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah, he's yeah. kind of, he's a, you would, if I said his name... <laughs> We lit. We were so terrible at lighting. We lit this dude. We just blasted him, and he just <laughs> lit like up. We had car headlights on him, dude. <laughs> yeah, like he just looked like a big old glowworm. Anyway, if I said his name, you would know it. So I'm not gonna say his name. But as soon as we hit record and asked him a question, he just like had a panic attack and just goes ah, <laughs> and like fucking couldn't talk. Wow. You guys want want if we take five? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just like, you, ever, uh, you guys ever had to take five in an interview? No, no I've never no. done that. You know what it's called? A tight five. Oh, tight, tight five. Tight, Yo, back tight, in a tight five. Tight five. But yeah, he's done like pretty big records. Like yeah. you guys would know for sure. Never well, been on keep, camera though. Keep telling, us, keep telling us everything about him and then we'll yeah. uh, definitely know who it is. Uh, First what word. does his name rhyme with? <laughs> Sounds like. <laughs> cool. Well, besides that, we're looking up... Uh, uh, if Limp Biscuit was ever on No Limit Records, that's that's the question. That no, we're, I'm pretty sure they were. Yeah, that's, that's what yeah. we're trying to figure was out. Was it the album that Evitz did after the whole shit? Yeah, I think it was. That was that Golden Cobra one or whatever. Yeah. Right? Hmm. This is real pressing information that we needed it's to actually, know. So. It's actually No Limit Record. Oh, hey, limits. No Limit. Yeah, he also, said No Limits. <laughs> also, Fred Durst was also in our movie. Yeah. Do you yeah, remember yeah. being like blown away by how fucking cool he was? Yeah, dude. I was like, oh fucking. Well, I mean, we might as well get this. If nothing else, it'll be entertaining. And he was the chillest dude in the whole thing. Yeah, everything he said was like really thoughtful, really like deep. And you kind know? of insightful. Yeah, crazy, yeah. Dude. I was like, dude, I just left there. I was like, Fred Durst is fucking awesome. I was like, should we hang out with Fred Durst? <laughs> okay, th- yeah. this must not be true because that would have popped up. Cash, Cash money. Cash money. money. That's ah. where it was. That's even better, dude. If that album was good, that there shit would have been big. Well, yeah. No, it should have been on Young Money. That was a problem. <laughs> they weren't young by then. Oh, New Biscuit <laughs> record on old money. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So, so Jordan, you're not talking at all. Oh, Is it because you're nervous? Sorry, Let Jordan. Biscuit. I feel like I'm at uh like I'm in charge of a board meeting right now. You guys <laughs> okay. gotta, you're sitting at the head of the table. Yeah. Yeah. Head. I do feel like Jesus a little bit. Yeah. Short well, you want me to pull out some charts? Hey Jesus, what's for dinner? <laughs> yeah, I thought you guys were eating some nudes, but uh, yeah, you have food over there. Um, our our lovely friends at Nudo House, or our friend at Nudo House, Chris Ladley. But we have other friends. We we have a lot of Everyone friends. Everyone else there thinks we suck. Um, we love the people at Nudo House. They brought us a bunch of food for our for our evening. So thank you guys. We're gonna we're gonna eat after the pod. Yeah, we we didn't want to get all full of coffee, beer, and noodles, noodles, <laughs> and sperm, and cum at the same time. Sperms. So if you, uh, go ahead. I was gonna say if you have not been to Nudo House, go fucking. Go do it. Yeah, if you're in St. Louis and you like ramen, even at all or anything near adjacent to ramen, go to Nudo. There's how many? 
There's one in Creepcore. There's two, yeah. There's one, one on Olive or right off of Olive in Creepcore and one on Del Mar in the Loop. Right by the pageant. So mm, if yep. you're not from St. Louis, but you're a band that maybe comes to St. Louis to play a show now that the apocalypse is almost over, go right down the street to Nudo. Hey, tell us the story about Lad. Shout out, Ladley. All right, yeah. Tell, yeah. tell oh, us the story. Okay, dude. Sorry, we'll, we'll get into to Jordan Phoenix here in a little bit. Jordan, but why don't you take a tie five? <laughs> well, this is, this is craziness. Nice I, I want to hear this. Nike. I want to hear Our this. friend Ladley, who you know works at Nudo, He's the he's the he's the chef. He is uh, very good at it. But oh yeah, that sounds better. I couldn't really hear myself. I was yeah. like, what's going on? Mine, mine was quiet. Um. So Saturday night, uh, I was meeting him downtown at Flamingo Bowl. You know, as you do, get drunk, have some booze, and uh, he's like, "Where you at?" And I was like, "I fuck, I'm on my way." And uh, I was driving, and I pull onto Washington, and there's fucking fire trucks flying down the street, and uh, cop cars, and just crazy. I'm like, "What the fuck is going on?" I was like. And then they pull up right in front of Flamingo, right where I'm going. And I was like, oh, no. I was like, somebody fucking got shot. I was like, this is crazy. So I look at the windows. I was like, nope, all the windows are there. And so I just pull around the corner and I pull up and I text Ladley. I was like, hey, somebody die or something? What's going on? And uh, he didn't reply. So I was like, ah, fuck it. I'll go in and see what's going on. So I walk around and they're like police taping off the whole front of the building. And uh, I'm just standing there <laughs> looking at the building. And this cop comes up. He goes, what are you doing? And I was like, uh... I uh, was getting ready to go here. He goes, do you work down here? I was like, uh, yeah, I, I work here. I mean, I don't, but I used to. Um, and he's like, oh, well, yeah, you're going to have to walk around. There's a bunch of blood. Watch out. He's like, <clears throat> so I like looked down. I was like, holy shit, the whole street, just blood all the way up and down the street. And I'm like, whoa, okay. Yeah, I didn't even see it. I was like standing on top of blood. Um, he's like, but you have to walk around, but you can go in. He's like, it's all good. Um, so <laughs> I was like, okay. Cops didn't give a fuck. He's just like, whatever. And then you heard, <laughs> Somebody tried to finish a dude outside, literally. That's basically what happened. So I go inside, or so I'm walking around this blood trail, and I look out in the front of the building, and my friend Chris Ladley is on top of a dude. He wasn't fighting this dude. He was, like, on top of this dude saving his life. This dude got stabbed at the bus stop right down the street. Wait a minute. While the cops were there, he was on top of them? Yeah, well, yeah, because the cops and the paramedics weren't there yet. Like, the cops oh. had just shown up to, like, crime scene it because they're like, this dude's outside dying. Basically, he was just laying there bleeding. And the cops didn't help him? The cops don't give a fuck. They're, they're just like, well, fuck, another guy's dying out here. Uh, they were waiting for the ambulance to get there. It wasn't there yet. But Basically, basically it's like a, that's not my job kind of situation. Yeah, yeah. Like, just That's fucked. That's how downtown cops do. But uh, That's fucked. So I'm walking by and I'm Allegedly. like, oh. I'm like, that's why Ladley didn't fucking reply. He's literally over here. He's, this is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. He has his, like, finger inside this hole in this dude's neck, basically. He's clamping his neck shut because the dude got fucking sliced. At the fucking bus stop. It's an older- like sliced or stabbed? I, I don't know. I, I, did, I didn't see it, but he would know more than me. He said he had his finger in a hole on this dude's neck, yeah, stopping it from bleeding. Yeah. So this is an older black dude. He's like 56, I think. I think he said his name was Roger, <laughs> just for, for Roger. information. But um, Roger Padecker. So I walk by and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So I go inside and there's blood all inside the bar, all the way up to the bar, just Ugh. like the whole floor, just covered in blood. So evidently this dude got stabbed or sliced or whatever. Came in Flamingo? No, he was out, it was outside, but he came running in, like holding his neck. He's like, hey, somebody fucking help me. And he's just bleeding everywhere in the bar. And they told oh. him to get and out. And that's when Ladley was like, oh, fuck, he's sitting in the bar. Drink. So Ladley, like, Ladley went back and grabbed That's when Mark said, no rules. <laughs> 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 this was later, but yeah. Uh, Ladley went back and grabbed gloves and towels and shit and just ran out there and fucking started helping this dude. And Damn. like, he literally held his neck shut and like kept him because he was just squirting blood. He kept him from bleeding out and like, just held him for like 10 minutes and I walked by and the paramedics didn't show up for another five minutes probably and he's just out there fucking holding this dude and uh yeah they showed up and they took over kind of but he's just like yeah I did this and did this and uh 
He's like, uh, he's bleeding here. And then they're like, he's okay. Ble- he's bleeding here. Dude, it was so, so you were standing there just watching him? Yeah, like I was, did you just, I, once you, I went inside, I was just looking out the window like, oh my God, what is happening? Like he was right there in front of the window. Like, did you just say, hey, Chris? <laughs> well, well, I didn't say anything. Well, <laughs> he was just here and we joked about when I walked by, I was like, don't worry about that text I just sent you. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh my God, you're fucking on top of a dude saving his life right yeah. now. I was like, what the fuck? Hey, wow. cool. hey thanks for texting back. <laughs> Rude. Yeah. So uh, somehow he didn't get blood all over him, which is weird, but um so they took him off in the ambulance and uh, Ladley came in and his hands are shaking. He's like, holy shit, dude. He's like, that was fucking crazy. And uh, we just found out he texted a couple friends and he said the dude lived and he's nice, he's alive nice. and well now. Uh, what a but hero. he would have 100% been dead if he wouldn't have did that. Yeah. Damn. Fucking insane. That's, okay, that's, that's some heroic shit. But that's fucked that a cop's, like, that's your fucking job. Well, yeah. I, like, mean, I, I mean, it's not, you're not a paramedic, but like, just dude fucking stabbing on the ground. I mean, I'm help. sure they walked over and they're like, "What's going on? Oh, you you got you got it. Cool. We'll wait for the paramedic." They probably, you know, figured, just... they probably just figured that like your finger's already in his neck, <laughs> yeah. holding it in. I don't so think there was much just... anybody else could do. He was already yeah. on top of it. But yeah. I, I like how he grabbed gloves first. It's yeah. not like the movies where smart. people just kind of like because he's super smart. Well, it's they just like hold it. That's the weird thing about our friend. He sees that and he like just r- runs and immediately takes action. Which yeah. you know, I not a lot of people do that. I wouldn't have done that, but. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. He handles shit like Jack Shepard. I would have got, got, got a wine glass, <laughs> dude, and then dude. sipped it like. Uh, I'm sure I skipped blood. some some you steps ever, in this story. Either boys. way, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> that was the cliff notes, but it was like, whoa, what the fuck is happening? That was as soon as I got there too, and I'm just like, what is happening? And then they like they they've totally shut down the whole block for like 20, 30 minutes, and then all of a sudden, the cops are just like, all right, cool, bar's good. They just left. David hose the sidewalk like, off. I don't know. I don't think so. I think oh, Jason McGuire had to go out and do it. Like, have oh, you have you guys whoa. ever seen anyone die? I thought I did. I've, I almost did, but no. No, but I've seen a dead body on the highway for I mean, sure. That at the mall, like, oh yeah, yeah, two two months ago, whatever it was. Nobody actually got shot though, did they? Well, I mean, in terms of like what I experienced, what I saw, I saw a person get shot. Oh, but they missed. They missed. They didn't get hit, but like, missed you know, me. They need to go to the range more. Or? Right. Yeah. I mean, this like 16 year old girl needs to go to like. Aren't you glad this is the episode you're on? The, the, the shooting <laughs> range more apparently. Like, so a fight broke out in front of the store where I work. And that happens in the mall. It's the fucking mall. Like kids act fucking stupid. It was clearly like a bunch yep. of teenagers just talking shit to each other. Acting a fool. Acting a fucking fool. And I was in the store probably like 20 feet from it. There was glass between me and what was happening. It was like right out and kind of like in the middle of that like just mall kind of general area, whatever. Two people, people kind of yelling at each other, yelling at each other, and then two pairs started just swinging, you know, hitting each other. <laughs> and uh, one of the pairs of people who were fighting kind of like tumbled towards the glass, so much closer to me. I was like actually headed out with like the key to like shut the whole thing down, the the store, like it was towards the end of the night, and um, so they kind of tumbled towards the glass. And the one dude just got the other dude on the ground and was just fucking wailing on him with his fists and actually making contact. Usually I'm watching people fight and I'm like, man, fights in movies are not realistic. You know, usually it's like no one ever lands a punch, you yeah, know? Yeah, nobody but, knows how to fight what is what you realize when people yeah. fight. You're like, you mean like all the Rocky movies where they never block? Exactly. <laughs> but I'm watching and that was the first thing I was thinking like, man, I wonder if I will ever in my life see a fight where someone actually makes contact with a fist to a head. And then it happened like three times in a row. And then the dude was down. And then he started kicking the dude in the head. And 
right as that was happening, I was like, oh, holy fuck. Did it you just, go, get him? <laughs> it was like, Jump him. I was like, oh, shit, this is, this is really bad now. And there's security there at the store because there's security in a few stores because of, you know, enforcing the mask thing and people being disgruntled, whatever. But it's not like security, security. It's just oh, people no, no, no. to be like, no, sir, I'm sorry, you have to wear a mask, you know? Top so, flight. So they weren't jumping Top in. There was security, it, Craig. Everyone was just like watching the shit and kind of backing off a little bit. But right as the kicking started happening, I saw a person pull out a gun, come towards them from like, I don't know, maybe 10 feet away, come towards them and fire a shot. And it was like in my head, it was slow. In my head, it took like a full minute. But in reality, it was probably three seconds. Mm. You know what I mean? And as soon as I heard it go off, I mean, because it, for me, it looked like they aimed right at the dude, shot the dude. I don't know if they were shooting at the kicking person or the person being kicked. Nonetheless, I turned around and bolted to the back immediately, like instinctually. We've had like uh, active shooter training and shit at work for those kind of situations. So I knew like where to go, the route, all that kind of shit. That just like kicked in immediately. I ran in the back and as I'm running, like in those few seconds, I'm already thinking, what the fuck took you so long to run? You know what I mean? It was like that level of... You were just trying to lock the door. Awareness. I was just like, holy shit. So I ran in the back. Everybody ran in the back. Um, and we, you know, we locked it all down. But I realized like as I'm back there, somebody comes running to the door because I'm like waving people in. They're like, who has the key? And I'm like, holy shit, I still have the key in my hand that I brought. I was about to bring out to the door. I handed it to somebody. They went and ran out the front. And ultimately, they just locked it down. The cops showed up. Apparently, those kids chased each other down to the other end of the mall and were still shooting. There was, like, more shooting down by Dick Sporting Goods and West County Mall. Um, but they cleared the mall. They let us out after, like, an hour. There were people gave statements who were closer to it because there were actually people, like, out front that saw the shit from the same distance but with no glass in between. So I have a question. In a Jordan, everybody. In a in situation like that... Um. Did anybody like fall in love or like <laughs> you're, you're trapped in the back. You know what I mean? Like with, you see this terrible, scary thing, you know what I mean? And like, you're just there and you can't leave. You know what I mean? Like, did anybody like maybe like sneak a kiss or like that's, maybe. That's how babies are made. The answer yeah. is no, it was nothing like the fucking movies. <laughs> Cause don't you think, I mean, I'm just thinking about, you know what I mean? Like you get a free pass from your wife kind of, of like. That I was almost, a good shot. Baby, I know, thought we yeah, were dying. Look, baby, people were shooting. Yeah. Like, I thought... <laughs> my I dick gonna, fell out. Yeah, you wouldn't want the last thing that I ever saw, you know what I mean? To, I like, was running, my dick fell out. Oops, <laughs> I tripped. And it fell in her. My bad. So moral of that story, nobody got shot and died, luckily. Turns but, out they missed. Yeah, there's still, uh, like, a bullet hole in the wall right there out front. That's street cred. So this episode is brought to you by the... By, by murder. By, <laughs> by the International Tourism for St. Yeah. Louis. Oh, hey, everybody come here. It's very safe. Real real quick. Did Jared ever tell you that story about the gas station and the person burning alive? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I don't need to tell it then. Oh. Yeah. Do you know that, Adam? I feel like I heard it, but yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. Right. Jared, Jared and... Uh, you got to give him the cliff notes Dave? now. I think it was Dave Ballard. Yeah. They were, long story short, they were at a gas station... A car like backed down and smashed a person into the gas pump, and the gas pump lit on fire, and they just watched they were the just person trapped. Bur- burn alive. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fuck. yeah. Fuck. Shout out, Jared. And then what did Dave Ballard say on the way out? Let's get some barbecue. <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, that's terrible. Well, shit. Uh, so I didn't, you think for we like get some barbecue? Ten or? years of like Phil being in the band, I found out ten years later that him and Chip 
put somebody out who was on fire. Yeah, Johnny. Oh, Venus, yeah. He yeah. and Johnny Venus pulled a person out of a flaming car and put them out. Yeah. yeah. How do you not tell? That's the first thing I tell somebody. Yeah, and when he told it, I was like, both of us were like, well, motherfucker, we've known you for how long? You yeah. just told us this shit? Hey, what's up? My name's Josh. I saved a life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. You're joining yeah. our band. Uh, yeah, tell us whether or not you've saved a life. Jordan, have you ever saved anybody's life? No, but okay, shout out to... Without taking to- a life. Tony, uh, Tony Rocca, uh, my dude that Tony Ryan Robbins. knows him, does a bunch of shit with me. He well, was uh, he made the video up- at his place. Yeah, yeah, at his place. Yeah, Miracle was shot at uh, at his spot. He's a man of many talents. Anyway, okay. he was driving up to uh, to Alaska to pick up a canoe because that's the kind of dude he is. <laughs> a canoe? That sounds fake. Listen, was I'm, it carved from a solid fucking tree? No, dude. Yeah, it, like you can't get a canoe anywhere but Alaska? This dude, well, it was like a, a deal too good to pass up, you know? Okay. <laughs> All that okay. just, okay. On, this gas money. Of, <laughs> on this episode of Ice Road Truckers. Yeah. Uh, no, okay. So, alright. <laughs> Lead me in. He is on an ice road and sees a truck overturned. This is like a fucking couple of weeks ago. What? This is like what? right before the shoot we did, right? A lot of yeah, action nice. going on lately. A, a truck is overturned. Him and his buddy, they're driving up there, jump out, jump into the like the driver's side that's like up. You know, the passenger side is like on the ground. Right. Get up, open it up <laughs> to get the guys out. And there's a giant... <laughs> a giant a, crocodile. A, a boa constrictor. No, there's a giant decal sticker of like an osama bin laden character like what on the roof of the of the overturned tractor trailer what the fuck and there's two dudes inside there that are gonna die what and, hold on and tony has to but hold on what is tony he has to ask himself do i save them hold wow. on are, are they terrorists just, oh, like like pro uh, like, osama bin laden i don't sticker? know but i feel like why would you have like maybe you're like oh never forget you know like this is a bad guy I don't know I thought but maybe it's like target practice or something but like maybe no. yeah. you like take like a knife while they're driving them. <laughs> like, fuck you <laughs> yeah. freedom I don't know fuck. you know why <laughs> but I mean what okay so let's go around the room what do you what do you think the, yeah that's weird what what do you do do you save them or do you let them go do you pour a little gas on and just you know well you got you got to save them you got to save them but yeah. I think I think but, it was probably one oh, of yeah, those that's what I would say too it's probably one of those <laughs> hey Jordan uh, you don't kill people okay <laughs> right right. No, but yeah. for real, you Sorry, actually go Sorry. Sorry, go ahead, Ryan. No, I say it's probably one of those bumper stickers. Like I remember right around the time there was like the uh you know the Ford pissing on Chevy stickers. There was like the ones <laughs> with yeah. Osama that's bin Laden. What I, that's yeah. what I thought. Yeah, yeah, the part with Calvin was already burned. They didn't see where he was pissing on Osama. Yeah. Oh, but there was no I saw the picture. Tony there was no like uh what do you call that? Like Bullseye? Bullseye. Yeah, yeah, over none him. of that stuff. Yeah. It was just like represent they were just they were just fans. <laughs> Hey, the, the hey man, got, I'm a fan. The part that got burned out already that said, rest in peace, Osama Bin Laden. Yeah, yeah. at the bottom. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. We'd have to know more information about I these people. I think you pull but... them out of the truck, and then you just leave them in the ice. Then you, pull... then you whip their legs. Whip their legs. <laughs> you have a conversation. Hey, man, so. And actually, you pull the decal out and go, what the fuck is this about? <laughs> you want me to put you back in the truck? <laughs> so I don't know if that answers your question, but that's a cool story. That's, huh? Yeah, that's, that's neat. That. Yeah. Hey, I just realized something. You went to high school with the original rhythm guitar player. Shout out. Of Story of the Year. Greg Hopped. We're both. Same high school. Let's talk about all the people that we know. But you, like, were classmates with Greg, right? Well, he's a lot older than me. He could be my dad, but. uh, (laughs) Damn. Shit. And and Greg's younger than us, so that sucks. Yeah, so so you guys can be my (laughs) grandfathers. How old are you? Old enough to party. How old are you? 34. 34. Oh, okay. 38. I don't know. I was hey, guessing. When we were your um, age, 
We didn't talk to our elders like you talked to us. <laughs> I'm at the front of the table, son. <laughs> well, you're so, only 34. Yeah. Oh. Little baby ass, pussy ass nerd. <laughs> so Greg was in our band for a brief stint, but when we got signed to yeah. Maverick and everything and uh, recorded a few of the songs with us on that are on Page Avenue now, but uh, he also did our live stream. He played Razor Blades with us, yep. which was, you know, partially your doing, helping us uh, organize that, but... Uh, for anybody who doesn't know who Greg is, but yeah, yeah, he was only in the band for a brief period, and then we gave him the boot like a bunch of assholes. But <laughs> it just didn't work out. It was like one of those things where we're like, "This guy's cool. He should be in our band." And it's like, "No, he shouldn't be in our band." But but uh, we, we love, move, but but we do love him. We did Either move way. to Southern California with him, though. Yep. He was part of that whole kind of experience. And we said this on the podcast before how when we kicked him out, like the next day is when his friend, our friend Nick, are now. For years, friend Nick Lambrew showed up to live in the house with us that we we didn't even know him. It's like, yo, my friend's gonna come live with us for a little bit. He's he's moving out here. We're like, cool, man. And we kicked yeah. him out. Like, cool, and, but you're not. And then <laughs> I you're had not to share a room here. with and him. Then after Nick we Lambrew him out. showed up, and the very first thing that Greg told him was, "Hey, man, how long did it take you to get here? Cool. So I just got kicked out of the band. <laughs> okay, we had to kick so, him out of the band while we all lived in a house together. How so, weird yeah. is that? I shared a room with Josh. Him. Had to sleep with him for like the next week. Yeah. We told him to stay. He stayed for a couple weeks. Now he stayed for like a week. Yeah. And then like he left before anybody woke up the next day. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know that Carl Mel was with Nick Lambert? Oh, you already knew that. Yeah, Fuck. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Never mind. Who's that? Yeah. Yeah. This dude that Carmelo that, Anthony? It's a it's a it's a dude. Anyway, shout like out Jason Hackett. But he's doing stuff with me and oh, Ryan Jason. for PBR. Shout out to Paps. And uh and Shouts he out. was he's friends with Nick and he drove out there. Nick was like, I'm moving to LA. And then Dak was like, I'll go with you, you know? Yeah. I remember talking to you, like, maybe uh, a couple months ago. Like, some shit went down, and we were just talking about, like, friendship and all that shit. Yeah. And I remember you telling me that after we kicked Greg out, that you were like, <laughs> you, like, didn't like us. You didn't like me. Like, Oh, I only didn't like you. Oh, Because okay. I love Story of the Year. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I had to hate somebody, yeah. in, like, in solidarity. Yeah. So I was like, fuck that other guitar player. Yeah, yeah. I love that. But <laughs> I think I that's amazing. Like, that guy is so handsome with his cool hair. Fuck that guy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, uh, okay. I don't think you guys know this, but the first time I met you guys was, okay, I went to Limburg High School, shouts out, and <clears throat> there's a big important thing called the Spirit Festival. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Oh, we played that shit. Yeah, you guys yeah, played did. that shit. And I, <clears throat> I think I was like going to fail that year if I didn't do... You know, they're like, you'll fail, but if you, like, pick up trash and, like, you know, <laughs> sweet boogers on it, you know, we'll yeah, pass yeah. you. So uh, I had to, like, set up for the Spirit Festival as, like, punishment, you know, to, like. You had to clean whatever. up our boogers to pass <laughs> high school. Yeah, so, uh, so then I heard that you guys were coming, and I was so excited. I was, like, <laughs> yeah. The, like, uh, coming. Yeah. And uh, I got, like, the keys to one of those little um, uh, golf cart things. And I came and picked, I can't remember who it was. It was definitely Ryan and maybe Dan, two people. I can't remember who, two of you guys came and picked you up. And I was just like, sat there and I was like, what? Oh, uh, hey guys. Uh, why don't you tell us this shit? So you were like a know. freshman probably at this point. We've known no, each I, other for years. Oh, no, we, I, I think we, it was in eighth grade. We had already, were you? No, I, that would make sense if I was in high school. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah, this so is I was weird. A, I, yeah, I was probably I'm uh, just saying because we had probably just graduated, and so <laughs> yeah. you were like probably yeah. four or five years younger than us, so yeah. But then it was like you guys had the – so big, you were Big Blue Monkey before Story of the Year. You had yep. the Big Blue Monkey orange CD, yeah, and you mm-hmm. did – So that was probably 2000, 2001, yeah. But that shit was – that you had the – yeah, I don't think you had the – anyway – it was a fucking wild show. I remember seeing it and being. And Greg like, was in the band at that point, right? Yeah, yes. he yeah, played. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he played that show. With it us, was yeah. pretty like soon after he joined. He was like, "Yo, mm-hmm. there's this thing in my high school that we should play." Yeah, 
We're and like, cool. This is the thing. Like, that was those kinds of things are like the, like, for you guys, probably dumb shit. And as you get older, even like dumber, like, oh, play a high school thing. No, That's pretty stupid. You're way off. No, no, okay. no. Okay. No, no, no. Let me, no. no. Yeah. <laughs> Every that, sh- like, that, like, ma- that, like, changed people's lives. Like, when you're that young and you see people that are like that far advanced, it's like, and they're, it, you're like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, fundamentally changed how I like looked at music and like rock bands and you know what I mean? Like, yeah. No, every show for us, especially at that, in that era was like a (laughs) huge deal, like huge, huge. We put like, it was like everything. Like there were no like ass eh, shows to us ever. Hey, Dude, didn't yeah. 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 Cause we, cause we did one at Rittner too at our high yeah. school. Yeah. And uh, like a similar thing. They had like yeah. a little festival thing. And yeah, we were just like, cool. We get to play for the people we just went to school with recently. Like, yeah. fuck yeah. We played something at Merrimack too. We did. We and played. In like I feel the, like we played at Merrimack and then drove to California or something. Which was a community college. Yeah, we played at the yeah. like in the, the cafeteria zone. It was like the gym or some yeah, shit. Yeah. We were all like nineteen years old, so it's like playing that kind of stuff was not weird to us. We were just like, where do we get fans? But like Who every show, for? even Let's like Galaxy show, it was always such a big deal. Like you wake up in the morning, well, yeah, you start we just, like we just wanted to play. It yeah, didn't matter. And was, everything was like for us, like we talked about before in this podcast. It was all just like a challenge to be met. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like. Okay, no one's here at 5 p.m. at this weird show. Dan's gonna yell and tell the whole fucking lawn to come down, and then we're gonna get jumped by gas match or what? God smack or whatever. <laughs> gas mask. Gas mask. But uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Smack. Like every show was like, okay, well, how do we make this some wild shit that these 17 mm-hmm. people will never fucking forget? And mm-hmm. that was no different. Yeah, that and I like I guess probably a lot of the people that listen to the podcast are big fans, but like for younger people that don't know, like. At least in St. Louis, you guys were that. You guys were that band that like every band basically ripped off for the like in a lot of ways, stylistically and stuff. But you were going to Warp Tour and other like shows and like, hey, listen to my band. Like before every fucking band in the world was doing it. Like you guys were like one of the first bands to do that. Mm-hmm. I remember Greg, uh, like selling CDs out of backpacks and shit. Yeah, yeah. 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 Greg would go to this is my one of my favorite. He uh he owns this or his. We get these stickers printed that said like for fans of uh, yeah, yeah. Metallica or whatever yeah, yeah. fucking yeah. you know Deftones, and then we go to uh, Best Buy, which is a place where they used to sell CDs, which is a thing that used to put music <laughs> on, and they would <laughs> uh, and they would go in and put the fucking stickers on. Like if you're gonna go buy the new Deftones album, you'd get it, and then you'd see the sticker on it, and you would think it was from the label. Like yep. yeah. oh shit, they want me to check out Story of the Year, but really it was just some fucking hood kids, you yep. know. That's like, funny. That kind of shit was like. That's when I was like, oh, you don't have to get discovered. Like, you could just, like, take control. You know, it was, like, punk rock, but, like, not in, like, a gutter punk kind of way. It was like, yeah, you could just take control of your own shit and, like, yeah. you know, in, work hard and, you know, figure your shit out. In, like, a yeah. weird, unreasonable, borderline illegal, <laughs> out-of-the-box way. <laughs> yeah. By any means necessary. Yeah, and Greg definitely, like, brought yeah, that yeah. kind of thing early. We just, he was always we just had that point weird. where we just realized, why can't we do that? It's like... Why does anybody have to tell us we can do that? Yep. Let's just do it. Yeah. And that and that shit's infectious, dude. And like we would just, dude, dude, like we would just pump each other up. And we were, it was like, dude, I just told this story to my mother in law last night at dinner. Uh, there was a little stint where I was like, all right, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna like actually apply myself in school. I'm gonna do really well in college. And uh, I took this uh, creative writing class. <laughs> yeah, I took this creative writing class. Remember, Scoobs? We went to college for a little bit. We did. Yeah. Anyway, um, that one chick stared at me. Yeah, this is how terrible I am at math. Uh, I I did I never took SATs, a- ACTs. I didn't do any of that shit. I barely graduated high school. So so when I took my placement test, I t- tested in the college honors English, but like fucking basic math and stuff. You know, 
Um, anyway, I wrote this big, huge, like super passionate paper, you know, it's like, do I move to California and chase my dreams and like build this life that I want to live? Or do I just, you know, apply myself at school, blah, blah, blah. The professor, um, submitted the paper to like a national writing, uh, fucking competition or whatever. Called me into a meeting in his office. Uh, and he's like, yeah, I read your paper. It's amazing. I submitted it to this, blah, blah. You should definitely quit school. That's so tough. Yeah. He's like, don't, don't just leave now and just don't ever come back. You know, he's that like, was, that was the janitor. <laughs> that was Steve Kuzer. Okay. So no, I, so I had a professor at college in this like college Kuzer in this, yes. uh, in this college honors writing class. Yeah. Read my paper and told me to quit. fucking quit and move to California with my friends. Okay. So that was I, was, Chainsaw. I was eight, 18 or 19. I was taking an illustrator class and I, I was just like in school, like, I guess I'll go to school. I'm trying to make my band, make it, you know. And uh, I had an illustrator one class and basically had an opportunity come up to, and I didn't know what I was doing with, you know, I have no fucking clue, but it was kind of fun. And I had an opportunity to run a motorcycle magazine, like, which, you know, was <laughs> insane tight. to me. Wait, and no, I, no, no, no. A motorcycle? Yeah. Well, it, you know, it's a motorcycle. It's like, it wasn't, you know, I mean, like Harley weekly or I don't know what motorcycle magazines were. Probably weekly. I'm subscribed. But, you know, anyway, the point is I told the professor that, I don't know if you can call him professor if they work at Merrimack, but uh, at a community college, but I told the instructor that I was like, yeah, just like, you know, it's like 40 hours a week. Like, um, and she goes, why, why would you, she's like, I would take that job. <laughs> she's like, Merrimack will be here. You should do that. You're going to learn more in three weeks of doing that than yeah. you will in three years of being here. And same thing. I just told my parents, I was like, I'm quitting. I'm moving, you know, like yeah. just, and it was like the best thing I ever did. Like, yeah. It's so cool that like, shouts out to college people's uh, professors. Cause fuck going to college. We you know think I mean? that like the teachers are some magical people that have it all figured out, but they're, they're, they don't know. They're just doing their job too. And they're, they wish that they would have done cooler shit, you know? And then, you know, we, why, why wouldn't we just fucking do what we want? I broke up with my wife when we moved. Yeah. I said, stay the fuck here. Was she really? <laughs> yeah, we broke up. We had broke up. Was she your wife or she was your lady friend? It's my, la- it's my lady friend. Dude, yeah. I completely forgot about that. You took yeah. a break. Yeah. You took Let's a marriage you. break. Yeah, we took a we took a we took a break. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys you guys oh, were I'm, done for I'm, a minute. Yeah, yeah, I kinda remember that now. Because you were like, I gotta follow my dreams. I just and then can't. you fucked everybody in California. <laughs> so I got, didn't. No, you didn't. And you got there and you were like, I'm I'm broke. We ba- come ba- hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh what were we talking about right before that? Oh, teachers! So I was donating my time to the Dan. Group it was actually ended with Dan saying that uh, you should quit teachers school. are just peoples. Yeah, yeah they, they're, they're just, just peoples they're too. Just peoples. They're just peoples too. Oh, they're, yeah. they're, they're trying to figure it out, just like we are and were and yeah. still are, and still are in our forties. We're still trying to figure it out. I mean, the only thing, dude, short of like being a lawyer 30s. or a doctor or something where you, you absolutely do need x x number of years of college, most things are like, yeah, just go out there and learn it and just do it. Instead, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's definitely the vibe now. That wasn't 20 years ago, you know, like yeah. whenever we were all graduating and doing things. Yeah. But it's kind of like whatever works right now is not going to work in the future. So don't listen. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. whatever your parents are like, well, this is what I did. It's like, cool, don't do that. Yeah. Because that's mm-hmm. what everybody else will do. I think the one thing that won't change that I've realized working with Ryan and working with all you guys is like, uh, don't be a shitty person and don't be opportunistic because people see through that shit and mm-hmm. just be nice to people and work really hard. Mm-hmm. And like 
the relationships are how you will get all of your work. Did you yeah. learn that in a good way from us or in a bad way from us? <laughs> no, you can, like, you can be a shitty person on the sly. I learned not to be a shitty person from hanging out with you guys. No. <laughs> I learned what not, what to, not do. to do. Uh, yeah. No, no, like, no, you're totally right. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, let's get... That's always been our philosophy. Yeah. So a quick way that I that I professionally worked with you guys, shout out to Matt Amlung, uh, rest in, in uh, heaven. Uh, he... R-I-H. <laughs> I was recording some shit with him and man, I'm gonna try this. This story's not good. All right. So I was right, cool. with him. I was like, yo, uh, it doesn't matter. story of the year. He was like, show me some shit that you guys, you guys had new wolves record coming out. I was like, Oh, I want to do some shit for them. Let me come like, you know, talk to Ryan just like tell them I'll shoot their band for free. And, uh, so I called Ryan or he, he looked anyway, met a bunch of the dudes I work with now, uh, met Ben Vogelsang who I shot miracle with, mm-hmm. um, came out and shot that thing for you guys, which was like, th- anyway, Weird because it didn't get used. The live there show was thing, a, yeah. yeah. I used the fuck out of those clips. Did, okay, good, good. Yeah, yeah, we did um, use that for other years. Adam wasn't in the band. Adam was backstage, and he was like, "This is my band." Well, it's not my band, but aren't they great? This is fucking. Aren't, are they killing it? And I was like, "Yeah." And you and can, I, was I was like, "Hammered." I was like, "That dude's about to be back in this band." When was, <laughs> it? When was this? This, this was, the, was the Wolves release show. Oh, yeah. that last one. No, not the last. Not last the one. Last it was one. the Wolves released one. Well, you know the last one. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Not the last one, but the. But last you know the last. Maybe it was that one. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think that's why that when nothing got used because you know yeah, yeah, you guys yeah. did that whole yeah. production and we were like, yeah, that, no, we're not using any of that. Sorry, but dude, that and Amelung recorded that Bang Bang song. It, have you heard the the live version of that? It sounds so. I don't think so. Fucking, I'll I'll send it. To you. It sounds from so that good. show. Yeah, we did a video. I'll I'll send you the, the video and the audio because I twisted Matt's arm and was like, just do because he's like, I'm not doing live audio. Fuck doing live audio. Yeah. I was like, just do one, see what it feels like. Anyway, uh. It was just tight. a tip just to see how it feels. <laughs> it yeah. is fun to post mix live stuff. Like it I wouldn't want to do it like at a show all the time, like right. be the engineer because that's that's weird. That's like on spot work. But so anyway, I did that. It was cool. And I basically like met Ryan through that. I was, you know, like, hey, I just want to I like a fan of your band. Let me do this stuff. Create that relationship that way. Didn't ask for anything. And then Ryan had seen some like this other literally one music video that I had done for what was secret, but then was just my like side project. And he yeah. was like Yo, dude, what's up? Uh, <laughs> so that's how it sounded so too. It definitely sounds like Ryan. We had yeah. a music. We had an album that came out a year ago. But do you want to do a music video for mm-hmm. the? Fourth? Well, dude, I, wait. I, didn't I, you get, didn't you film those ones that you? Yeah, yeah. But uh, Ben came yeah, out. Did, yeah, Ben we, came and helped. Yeah, yeah. With those. So we just did. Jordan we just did a bunch there. of lyric video. What are you talking about, though? Tell the people. Bang bang the video. Yeah, for I'm, that. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get there. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Shh. <laughs> God, dude. So uh, okay. So yeah, that was well, wasn't there that one. Okay, yeah, we did bang bang. Ben came out, but uh, what I was gonna say to your point is start drinking, man. I rem- you guys need to <laughs> stop drinking. No. Uh, no. Uh, what I was gonna say is, um, the 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 people aspect of it, like that shit's huge because, um, I I felt like an immediate kind of connection to you. As weird as that sounds. I talk to you more than I talk to these dudes about story of the year. Yeah. Like we have like bi-weekly fucking story of the year meetings on the phone where we just hash out ideas and shit. But like, I remember I got your email and I called you and then we just like talked. I was like, oh, that dude's pretty sweet. And then, um, that's, it is really serendipitous how here we are now, you know? Yeah. It's, it's weird because like you get, I've done so many different projects with different people, not necessarily bands, but just, you know, you meet lots of people and like, Every once in a while, you, uh, I sound like there's like three of me right now. 
it sounds kind of cool, but it's fine. You fix it. It's kind of cool. Uh, it sounds normal to us, but you're probably hearing like a double thing on yours right. for some reason. Anyway, uh, you're a pussy. So <laughs> I got ear pussies. Uh, and what were we talking about? You were talking about it was serendipitous or yeah. something. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Anyway, it was tight. Yeah. Uh, oh, you, you work with a lot of people. Every once in a while, you meet somebody and you're like, oh yeah, like I want to do a lot of stuff with these people or this person, you know. And like, but those are kind of special. And anyway, the point is like, I feel like story of the year became that for me. You guys became that for me. And like, shout out to, uh, to, uh, Splinter over at, uh, past blue ribbon. He's another dude that shout I, out to Splinter from the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's other people, Splinter. you know, that you like work with. And like, I feel like then you're like fates sort of like become intertwined, you know? And like, like I started a podcast and then started talking to you guys, but I was just like, Jocking, you guys need to start a podcast. You guys need to start a podcast. I was talking to Adam about like, dude, I bought this Roadcaster Pro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and then yeah. I quit doing my podcast. And now Adam <laughs> does like eight podcasts. And it's like we're all like tugging each other off. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it, like pulling each other up, jerking each other back, you know, and like moving forward with tugs. If you, you do know it, what I'm en- if you do it enough, it becomes Middle real out. cool. If you put, you go tip to tip, you can do four dudes at the same time. Double docks. Yeah. Yeah. It's a double dock. And that, that's just like a cool. I used to think that like, oh, the way that you get stuff is like people just help you out. You know, like that's, you got to like trick people into helping you out. The only fate is what you make. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, but I I just, I like how you just fucking hustle shit, dude. Like you're not the dude to just kind of sit around and go, I mean, I'm an artist. I mean, I I could maybe do, I don't know. You're just like every day, just planning, strategizing, making moves, fucking. And at the end of the day, just making cool shit. You know, it, it dude, it, it, and that's like, it's welcome a story, to my brain. It's a story of the year mentality. I will give uh, most of the props to Greg. Cause Greg was the dude that like, was like who I looked up to. Like he was in the OFR before story of the year. And mm-hmm. he was like, you know, he's that guy, like in my high school where I'm like, Oh fuck that guy's killing and it. Disturbing you know? the peace. Shout yeah. Out. And distur- oh yeah, yep. of course. Like one who, of my favorite bands who became Adair, who a lot of our fans saw us tour with. Yeah. A few times. Yeah. And it's like, they're the most, anyway, he was in some great fucking bands and, yeah, that dude was always, like, hustling in a weird... But in a weird way. You know what I mean? Like, not in the normal way. Like, all the... Like, Greg's a fucking weird dude. And Again, in like, a bizarre, unreasonable way. Yeah. That is, that is is different and goes above and beyond other people. Yeah, and that's... So that's just, like... But... And, and to, you know, story of the year, it was the same thing. It was, like, you guys were always doing weird shit, and you're, like, whoa. Well, doing the same shit everybody else is doing just doesn't do anything, because then it's just, like, everybody just trying to do what everybody else is doing, like, biting each other's shit. We were always like, no, we're going to do this totally different fucking weird thing. And when you say it out loud, it, it makes so much sense. But, like, why doesn't anybody have the balls to actually do that? Because it takes know? courage and it takes, you know, you have to be, like, just weirdos. And you have to try things and not be scared to do it. You and know? you also have yeah. to really believe in what you're doing and really love what you're doing because then it's not work. It's just play. Yeah. yeah. And when you're fucking, you know, playing a video game that you love or playing, like, a sport that you love or skateboarding or something, it's like... You can just keep doing it and doing it and doing it. And you're excited to do it. You wake up and you're just like, I'm fucking excited to skateboard or whatever, you know? Yeah. It's just when you're like in that fucking, uh, you know, like equivalent of like a flow state, you know, where you wake up and you're stoked yes. to do your shit. It's not work. You're just playing, you know? And like yep. no one can outwork someone that's playing. Dude, I still see it with local bands as we were kind of briefly talking about before we started. Um, like everybody's just trying to be like the other band or trying to be as good as... I just want to do this because they're doing it now. I just want to do right. this because I want to be like them. 
And I'm always like, well, why don't you fucking do what you want and fuck everybody else? Yeah, yeah. I think that all the time about yeah. every band in St. Louis, especially still. Yeah. And I'm like, well, fuck what everybody's doing. Like, play what yeah. you want. And like, don't write a song like that band because that's what they're doing. Like, write a fucking song that you like. Who gives a fuck what everybody's doing? And that's that's still my mentality, and it still blows my mind that people aren't like that. But obviously, not everybody can be like that. But also, just do weird shit and like go out on a limb and just do weird shit. I mean, that was us. Like, there's so much to be said for being naive and kind of unreasonable and unrealistic about expectations. Yeah. When you're young and there's nothing else in your life but what you're doing right then. You know what I mean? And that benefited us so much. Well, the weirdness was just because we were doing exactly what we wanted and we weren't worried yeah. about anybody else. But that's yeah. weird because you're not following the norms, you know? Right. And, yeah. I, and I also realized at my ripe old age, I, this is fucking brutal truth. There's doers and there's watchers and 99% of people are watchers. Yeah. Like yeah. 1% of people actually go fucking do shit, especially like day after day. And especially like, I'm going to make this my fucking living, you know? And like, that's m- m- most people can't can't or don't do that they just sit on the sidelines and make fun of people who do because it's really scary to fuck up because you i remember when i did my very first podcast which you know i think i got through like 25 and then stopped but it was terrifying to do a podcast that maybe 50 people were going to listen to and i was like this is so stupid why am i so scared of doing this thing and it was honestly like a terrible podcast and then the next one was a little bit less terrible and then i felt like i hit a groove and then now it's like easy to do and i'm dude i'm producing i don't know if i could talk about this but uh a little bit uh i'm producing like a podcast series for pbr like just as i'm not a professional podcaster but i kind of am because i know how to do all this shit and it's like oh that's just another thing that i like another tool that i have that i can quote unquote do professionally and you know i mean like in the moment like I remember I would talk to some people like, what are you, are you trying to be Joe Rogan, bro? And I'm like, no, this is just like, like, honestly, I just did it. Cause it was like, this is an excuse to like hang out and talk to story of the year. And you know what I mean? Like Adam's like, Hey, you want to have Ryan key for, you know? And I was like, Oh, Oh, from yellow card. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> and then, you know what I mean? Then I'm like playing video games with Ryan key, you know, playing modern warfare. And I'm just like, Oh yeah, that's why you do a fucking podcast. Like yeah. who gives a fuck if anybody listens, you're just like making <laughs> friendships with people. You know what I mean? Like, it's and just and potentially that grows into something who knows what. You know first what I mean? of all, exactly. Joe Rogan signed a hundred million dollar deal with Spotify. Yes, I'm trying to be Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like you know, if I was trying to be he Joe wasn't, Rogan, he wasn't trying to be Joe Rogan though. He's just he was just trying to have That's fun. That's what I'm saying. Hey, he yeah. was so trying to be Joe Rogan. If I want to be Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan. I want to go himself. look backwards at like who did Joe Rogan get inspired by, and then I'll try and copy that person. Yeah, yeah. Because you can't like you know what I mean like I was thinking that like with bands. That's what bands fuck up on now is they're like I want to be like whatever art is relevant right now. It's like, no, talk to that artist or figure out who that artist's inspirations are and yeah. copy them. And then yeah. you'll be like a contemporary of your favorite band instead and, of a fucking rip And off. dude, the, the way that's fucking just straight up suicide for a band is by the time stuff moves so fast now, by the time, oh, I'm going to rip off this band. And then you write all your songs, you get in the studio and you record it and you put, by the time you fucking go through that whole process, the shit's not even cool anymore. Right. <laughs> yep. You know what and I'm saying? And you're like, ripping off, like change their sound. Yeah. Especially if you're like yeah. a bigger band that there's like a machine behind it where you got to like fucking get a producer and schedule studios. And there's like right. a marketing plan and all these different things that have to be just so, so that it's like a process that takes six months, a year, 18 months, whatever. So you're just tr- trying to chase a trend. That shit's going to be over by the time you're like, fuck that. 
And know? they have a team behind them, and you're just you and your buddies in yeah. your garage. And, pe- yeah. and people can see through that shit anyway. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a weird fine line, though, because obviously we're all inspired by something. So mm-hmm. if that's really what you're inspired by is, like, the new fucking cool thing, yeah. maybe that's cool, I guess, if that's really what you want to be doing. But chasing it is different oh, than dude, being inspired. That, we already yeah, kind of yeah. talked about yeah, this. Yeah, that's, that's a But if that's, like, your favorite thing. shit, and it's, like, the new fucking Machine Gun Kelly thing is, like, the new kid's favorite thing, and they want to be like that... Do that for sure. Do what yeah, you yeah. fucking love. Because for us, Nirvana and Green Day was probably really nerdy and big mm-hmm. to the older people that we were like the kids coming up being like, fuck yeah, this shit's fucking sick. Oh, dude, that's totally different than just ripping something. Being inspired, yeah, yeah. I'm inspired. I mean, every, by we it. all rip everything off in in any form of art because that's what you do. You know, you're just you're recreating it in your own image and making something cool. But everything's but, a remix. But uh, but we're taking it from certain things that aren't the mainstream shit usually for yeah, us. Yeah. yeah, I think with, you know, like, um, I won't I, I won't just use art. I'll just say, like, I'll narrow it down to music. Like, you know, it's what how much of a magnifying glass you want to put on it because I can deliver a song that's completely fucking original that was just, like, completely just happened spur of the moment. But I still have my influences Yeah, that got me to that point. I have a way I play the guitar because of certain influences. I mean, we didn't you know create saying? like notes and guitars and shit. So yeah. like so, it's, it's yeah, influenced. I, yeah, obviously. yeah. Like you're just a amalgamation of all this fucking stuff that's inspired you your whole life. You know? Yep. I just slipped into this fucking new, you know, like sometimes you get like an unlock in your brain where you're like, Oh, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> you leveled up. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. I realized, Oh, I could just rip off shit from the nineties <laughs> and <laughs> it's like hip now and I won't be able to do it the same way. So <laughs> that, it'd be like, that's basically what I'm saying. We do. Yeah. It's like yeah. you're, 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 you're borrowing from things that inspired you, but it's been long enough to where nobody remembers that. But now, if so somebody at this yeah. table said, all right, there's this thing that's happening right now. You know, we got to capitalize on this thing that's happening right now. So we got to make a song like this. I'd be like, not interested. Like, no, 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 nope, not going to happen. Not going to happen. No. For us. Maybe for somebody, that's a great idea. Obviously, it works for new artists, but. Well, and if you could do it like, like this is happening right now. Let's record it right now and throw it up on you. Like if you could do like just a silly thing, like throw it up. Like I think that's fun way to be. But yeah, if it's like, this is our new record. We're going to try to sound like Alabama straights. Well, there's like like, (laughs) there's certain uh, bands. Uh, and I don't want to down anybody because I I respect any band that is playing music and making a living doing it. That's awesome. But some bands just like cover the new pop songs, right? They'll do like a rock version. They'll do a metal version of every new pop song that comes out. And that's like a thing that happens on YouTube. And it's just like they get hundreds of thousands of fucking views. But it's like all you're doing is covering people's songs and putting it out. Like what? Write a fucking song. What are you doing? Yeah. yeah. Maybe I, that's weird because we're just, I don't know. I don't. I just don't get it. No, I... I, I don't know. There's maybe, a little part of me that says, yeah, maybe just, I, anybody can write a song. There's maybe a little part of me that's like, if you make the cover your own and you do it in this like really compelling, like artistic way, that's cool. But doing it once I, or twice, I, I, but me, that's all they do, you know? Yeah. It's like, I'm, I'm so much more in your school of thought. Like I'm writing is everything to me. And I know we talked know? about this before and I guess we, some people are like, cool, I got a cover band. Fuck you. And I'm like, <laughs> no, I think that's cool. It's <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. it's just, uh, it's, I don't know. Yeah. No, I'm, nothing, I'm wrong, but yeah, whatever. Covers cause I would love to do some covers, but also write. Also make your own it's shit. Just weird. You know what yeah. I mean? Balance I it out. Yeah. I think story that you should do a cover album, but not like we, I'm about that. We've talked about it millions of times, but it just it never made sense for us. It's weird. I, I think what bothers you is that I think, you know, after so many like almost 20 years in this business and just knowing what we know, you can see the bands that are doing it to ch- try to just get views and to try to just get yeah. people to talk about it. Yep. Versus the band that just does like oh, it's a really cool fucking creative. Uh, cover of like this Cure song that 
the fucking Deftones in. Yeah, it's I like love awesome a good shit. cover of a good yeah, yeah, song. Yeah. Like, but that's you know what I'm saying? Awesome. But yeah. like stupid, like fucking, uh, just those attempts to try to just like be relevant or try to just get like uh, hype or whatever. Like, like you, ooh, Miley Cyrus put out a new song. We have to cover it next week. Yeah, yeah. It's just like you can see through that. Why? Like we can see through that. I, I don't know like. if that's it. I think. But I think everyone at this table will agree that I think Dan wasn't doesn't want to do covers because he's afraid that he can't ever actually sound as good as Kenny Loggins <laughs> when Kenny Loggins sang. That's one hundred percent true. I cannot. There a lot of ninety percent of songs. I just don't think you're going to do it better either way. So it's like doing doing covers for the the sake of because it's cool to do of the newer song. I don't like as much as like. That band did that cover because they fucking love that band. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. If it's a like, have you ever been like at like if it's a tribute and it's something they love, that's fucking awesome. Tribute. I love that tribute. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever been like at a Walgreens and you're like, <laughs> you know, what I mean, nah, you're CVS like, only. All right, you're at a CVS and you're getting like Preparation H, you know, allegedly, and you hear something <laughs> on the on the like overheads and you're like, oh shit, I thought that was a Fall Out Boy song, and then you're like, oh, no, yeah. that's that's like a '60s song that they fucking covered, and yeah. you realize like. You could take. I'm with you on like fuck covering like re- relevant shit now. That's dumb. But like, I mean, maybe you know. it's cool. Just depends. Oh yeah, sure. It's just your <laughs> I don't mo- know. It's just I, the I, motives. I, behind I can't it. say anybody's wrong but for doing co- anything because cool like, they're not. Fi- it's cool to like find an old song. You know what I mean? That like nobody, that, that people haven't heard. You know what I mean? And like make it your own thing. That's like, cool. I don't know. I just think that's what you guys should do. For it's me. a fine line because covers are great. Yes, it's cool, but. It's just like something about this new age of like YouTube dudes who just only do that. I don't. I, just I do don't agree like it. to a certain extent though that like doing a cover, some it, it sometimes the the original songs you're never gonna like. Yeah. Top it. Yeah. Like so, a, yeah. Like I love Me First and the Gimme Gimmies. They're a cover band, <laughs> but they do punk rock covers of like just funny shit. You know. Yeah. And yeah. It's a it's a gimmick that they do. But, it's like it's like okay, um, say but instead of doing Wolves, it's like it's been seven years. You know, we haven't put out a record. It's like, how do we get relevant? Okay, what's big on the radio right now? Let's cover that and yeah. put that out. Which people, we've had that conversation in our band before. Like, is this worth doing like a cover of something? We were all like, no, let's just not worry about it. But I'm saying, other than we did a Rage cover once, which is cool because Rage was- People can was see through that things. shit. Yeah. It reeks of fucking desperation. People can see through that. You know? Yep. Hey, but to anyone who's listening, if you are a person who does covers on YouTube- Go ahead and join the Patreon, uh, like and subscribe. <laughs> but I, I, dude, I'm saying, just do you like hit if, that thumbs if, up. Also, you are it, right. Yeah, I'm. It's I don't. All, I, it's I'm all not right. Awesome. I just. Smash I'm just like buttons. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't want to do that. That's all I'm saying. That's yeah. all I'm saying too. Yeah. The more the more people can, the more accessible music creation is. The more people can release music. Fucking a, just just do it. Most like no, no one's debating that. Like there, I'm, no, I'm not saying. I got. I went into a rabbit hole last night, and I don't remember the the. It's whoever. Jack Conti, the dude who started Patreon, he has, like, a thing with his wife. Pa- Pompa Moose, that was the original yeah. shit, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they, like, I've been I watched his, a bunch I've been of their stuff. A bunch of his videos. And, like, it's too. cool, but it's not, I don't, they're not doing it to be, oh, we got to do this because this is the cool thing to do. They're just doing, like, cool songs. Yeah, that's my only that's, issue. It's like, they do covers? Yeah, oh. a lot of them. Yeah. yeah. But, but he'll, he'll do, like, a full video to it, and it's, like, crazy shit, right? Like, he, he makes all these weird, crazy, big-time yeah, I mean well, they have like a fucking time, but like they have a studio in their house and they'll shit play it as yeah. a as a full group a full live a full live recording. You know what I mean? They, yeah, they, they have like they other like shit. they have like other musicians come in and singers and stuff. It's pretty cool, but like I'm just I, they're not doing it to go. Oh, we got to do this because this is the new thing. That's what I have a problem with. Right? Yeah. Personally, like not I don't have a problem with other bands doing it, but like 
if we if that was a conversation for story of the year, I'd be like, I'm out. Yeah. No interest. Like I want to do like cure covers, but like to me, Fuck like yeah. I don't know how we can make it better than what it is. Dude, <laughs> Bohem- Bohemian Rhapsody, who could ever do well, that, something that's what like I'm that? Saying. Like, that's it's on hard. the short list of there's no like, point. Like, who could don't, do that? Don't like, cover but there's that. A, like yeah. a bunch of Cure songs I want to do where it's like, I just, I, I, it, it's, it's great the way it is. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know what, I, what I you would, would love even to do, do to a full, it. I would do a full cover album. I think that shit would be awesome. I just, just want to hear yeah, Dan well. sing other people's stuff because he has a beautiful voice. Uh, and you know what? I take it all back. Let's be a Let's be a cover band. Fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> I think I've come full circle. Now I'm not against it anymore. My point stands. You could never sound as good as Kenny Loggins, dude. No, but like I was watching all their That's videos true. and I was looking at it going, I've seen this dude before and I have no idea who the fuck he is. Because like none of it's like tagged with like his name yeah. and her name. And well, I'm he's like, in the documentary. You've probably seen him in that. No, but I've seen him in other things too. Like, And I was like, who the fuck is this dude? He's the shit. Started Patreon. Amazing musician. Hey, which we are a part of. Thanks, <laughs> Jack. Yeah. We're looking at him on the screen right now. Jordan, so tell us so, about your um, your path to being a director and camera fucking dude. You know I'm what I'm saying? Because, <laughs> uh, you know, because you were, you know, Phoenix Design, you were super in, you know, making yeah. a living. Like you, that's one, one of the things that's super intriguing about you to me that you've been self-employed since basically you've been a teenager. Okay, so I had I was designing a business card for my friend Patrick Lawrence. Shout out, uh, who's this incredible? I know that cat, dude. He's awesome. Yeah. He was he. I was making a a really fancy business card for him that said director, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool, man. Why are you a director?" Like I thought it was <laughs> dumb as hell. I'm like, "What are you direct? Like, what does that mean?" And he goes, he looks at me. He was like, "Well, you know what the uh, what the stipulations are to being a director?" I'm like, "No, what, what is it?" Because uh, you say you're a director. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit, really? He's like, yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. That's all you have to do. That's what directing is. Like, And that like sat with me a lot. And then now he's like, he's moved on. to. I mean, he still directs stuff, but he's like an editor out in LA. He does Netflix shows and stuff. And yeah, one day I was just like, I guess I'm going to be a director too. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm just going to say. Today, I'm a director. Yeah. yeah. Like, because I'm directing music videos I'm just going to do that. I'm just going to say that that's what I am. And I feel like until you, you know, like that words have power kind of thing. Like once you say you are something like I am a director, I have directed this thing that just like, that was really the path of like, Oh, I'm, I'm a director now. And so like then on commercial stuff, I started look, cause I, you know, I'm the dude that's like, has I come from a different background, you know what I mean, Josh? And uh, <laughs> like, I know what that's like. You know what I'm saying? It's hard when you come from a different background. Yeah. So a lot of these guys like went to school for it or they work like at a company where there's like a lot of people doing it or they come for money. So, you know, I don't have any of that shit. So I I'm come like, for money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dropping fucking loads. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like I had to do a lot of those jobs myself and I was like, I'm just going to start saying I'm a director, you yeah. know? Yeah. And then like, and then I've just slowly been like adding people to the crew of like, I'm the director still, but I, you, <laughs> you know, you like, manifest. I have it. a gaffer yeah. now. Yeah, it, I'm, honestly, and that's so that's just been it really. Um, but like, yeah, that's what we point, did. Same thing about when we were talking about the band. It's like yeah. same shit. It's like we're gonna we we're just gonna be a band now. We're gonna be a successful band. Yeah, we like, just basically said that and made it happen. You know. Yeah. Hey guys, I'm an AD. <laughs> hey, you be you, dog. You be you. 
<laughs> so uh yeah honestly that's what you have to do to be an ad is say you're an ad like i had a I had had for amazing dick i think you just got hired <laughs> got it you're on the team brother. yes <laughs> no i i had a, a conversation with Tony Rocca, that second unit back to him of like he does all these different things for me he's like my location scout he's my ad he's all and we had a conversation Not anymore we're gonna be and i was like what do you like Josh what do you want to do like if you had to specialize like as we get more and more people in the crew like you know and he was like uh, like anyway, I don't want to get into our romantic conversation, but yeah, he and I had a real heartfelt thing of like we're all invested. We know we want to know now. Keep yeah, he's going. going to be my ad. He'd be my assistant okay. director, which right. I whoa, honestly whoa, 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 whoa. didn't even know. What an <laughs> but AD I'm an really ad. Does. I didn't know that that stood yeah, for assistant AD, director. So my ad, but I didn't know what ad meant. No, no, actually, no, I'm yours. Okay, okay, sorry, Tony. Until just now, but but yeah, that's uh, honestly, I don't still really know what an ad does, but. One of the things I know that they do because <laughs> they, run, they run second unit. It's kind of like a bass player. You're like, you're <laughs> yeah. like, what the fuck does the bass player yeah. actually do? He's like, I know he's not there if it, you he know. plays three fucking notes. <laughs> you only know he's he's there. Sometimes he doesn't. Look, I've I've watched enough <laughs> behind the scenes. They run the second unit. <laughs> nice. Oh, is that the what first, it is? The first assistant so, director says, "All right, so uh, roll a thing. Hey, go ahead, roll a thing. Yeah, no. One one thing that I learned on set recently because. Jordan said, roll the thing. I'm just learning, you know, as I go, especially with all these extra fucking first AD, second AD, you know, is like, instead of me yelling cut, I I was like, why, why doesn't, why don't you just yell action? You know, like I could just yell that. And then you realize like, if you're yelling action to while there's four generators running to a girl, that's like a hundred yards away, (laughs) a hundred times at night at like your voice goes out. Yeah. So like that's just one of the many things that I'm learning in AD does is they yell action for you and cut. <laughs> <laughs> and like honestly, they're your assistant in that like so there's Jordan. like anyway, yeah, what's that? All right. So when you go to pitch Yeah, I'm not going to have any of this conversation. <laughs> it's like it's like a producer <laughs> when having you go, an engineer. When you go as well. pitch like the next like a when you know a big brand or whatever. Yeah. Listen to my story all, of the year plug. Leave all that out. <laughs> I just learned what an AD does. No, honestly though, I'll, I don't tell, you, I'll tell you what AD I'm does. Just, I'm just fucking with you. No. Hey, hey, you you do do good shit, and it doesn't matter. So yeah, the same thing. We don't know half the technical terms about how to play fucking guitars or whatever. Mm. Who gives a fuck? We're good at it. Yeah, it doesn't you know matter. Who does know how to do that shit? Nerds. And yeah. we're not nerds. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we beat up nerds. <laughs> no. And this is a thing that I've really just like, be good at what you're doing. You don't have to fucking know every technical term, and you know, yeah, but you are just. I good didn't at go it. to college and study how to like. Yeah, that's exactly. so dumb. You're not even any good. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that's yeah. It's you, I'm Ryan. You know this. It's like look no. at my reel. You like my reel, bro? Okay. Yeah. Listen to my record. Do you like my record? Like, who cares yeah. how it yeah, got yeah. made? You know what I mean? Like, we yeah. got a baitcaster. You like my reel? <laughs> and it's not even only be good. It's just give a fuck, and you give a fuck, and yes. you care. You you really try, and you care, and that's you know that's that's yeah, why but, we like working with you. But yeah, it's like. There's something about this new generation of people of like, you could be off. Like, I feel like there's a lot of posturing that happened 10, 15, 20 years ago of like, just pretend that you're all these things. And you know what I mean? Like, don't let anybody know. And I've just leaned into like, I'll just be very real, very honest. I'll, you know, and uh, like, I'll say things that I don't, that I mean right now that I don't mean, or, you know what I mean? Like, but so I could just be honest and be like, I don't know what a first AD does. And I certainly don't know what a second AD does. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, second yeah, unit. That would have to be quite the production, I would assume. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, yeah, honestly. Hey, fucking. Somebody, who let us know in the comments. <laughs> but dude, I, I, AD do? I think there's something to, I guess, for a lack of a better way to like articulate this thought, uh, there's something to just learning how to do shit yourself. 
Yeah. You know, and you didn't go to film school. You don't fucking nerd shit. Like, you just do. Yeah. Like I said, there's watchers and doers, and you just do. Well, and, did, you've, yeah. and you've learned like that, and I can relate to that a lot. That is know? the theme of tonight. David yeah. Fincher said this thing where he, I mean, he knew what he wanted. The other thing is I didn't know I wanted to do this until, like, later. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of people, you know, they're, like, 17. They know what they want to do, so they go work, at, you know, on, on sets and stuff like that. And I had already, like, had, like, fucking wife and shit, you know, like. So, uh, but. Bringing you down. Yeah. <laughs> kill my dreams, for real. Uh, but. <laughs> Yo, getting pregnant and shit, dude. The, the thing is, uh, that dude said you had to know about every different job. I mean, now that I'm saying it out loud, I realize I don't actually know even what a lot of the jobs are. But the few jobs that I know what they do, I know how to do them because it's that thing. Like, yeah, like I need to know how to work lights. And we talked about this. Like, there are directors out there. And this is just, we're just in this new age of like, yeah, you got to know how to do a lot of shit. Like, yeah. the director does know how to put lights up. or do, You know what I mean? Like, and that used to be okay, and those dudes used to make some money, and I think they're just finding it harder because there's, like, you know, rats out there like me that are just like, oh, I'll set this up. And, and just equipment's cheap. Like, you know, everybody, every fucking kid out there now is a quote-unquote director, and so now you're competing with all that. And so, yeah, you just got to know how to do shit. Yeah. yeah. Did you listen to the podcast we did with Ryan Smith? Shout out, Ryan Smith. Yes. Yeah, dude, I, I'm yeah. inspired by that guy a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I like his whole... The way, I mean, yeah, just I, to piggyback on what you're saying, it's just like that old guard, those old dudes that would just sit around not know how to do fucking anything, you know, like that's, those days are going, going bye-bye, dude, you know? Yeah, but Ryan Smith is the epitome of what we're talking about. Like, just gives a fuck and just goes for it. Probably yeah. doesn't, probably didn't know half the shit that he knows now 10, 15 years dude, ago, obviously. Like, yeah. Like, he just self-taught himself, did the same shit, you know? And just, he really didn't know anything until like a year ago. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying he probably didn't know, <laughs> you know shit for most of his career, but yeah, he, he, but he, he worked of, yeah. his ass off and yeah. just made cool shit. Yeah. And that the fact that he doesn't know the shit is probably better for him the same way, you know. As he's an artist, like he's yeah. he's he's a legit like people cut you off. Am I cutting you off right now? No, no I cut him off. Oh. You an artist. Oh. Yeah, he's just one of the few people that like people throw that word around so much, but he's like He's a legitimate, like, artist. Like, you take that camera away and put a fucking guitar in it, and he could practice that. And, you know, he might not be uh, Jimi Hendrix, but he would do something cool with it. Like, he's a fucking artist, you know? He's definitely a good example, though. Like, a good—I I think maybe this is why we connect with him in a lot of ways. He, In his profession, he lived through a transition the same way that we lived through a transition. We signed a pretty traditional deal. We had a traditional kind of, like, major label team and all that shit— all the way through the kind of digital revolution into the whole DIY current area, current era. He was an old school director that for a long time, like when he did until the day I die, he's like, dude, I, I like, I haven't, I haven't held a camera in years. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was part of that old school thing. And now he's in a much different place Mm -hmm. because he had to change. You know what I mean? But don't you feel like that like affects even the way you shoot that like you're figuring out like, Lighting, like you're figuring out like what different, you know what I'm saying? Like just the whole whole thing. It affects every other decision you make. The reason why David Fincher gets my dick so hard is because when you watch those, when you watch what he does, you know. Is that the fight club dude? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He knows every, like. Seven. He's, yeah, he's able to make, I thought you were going to hit me with another one. Uh, He knows how to make like decisions based not just on like what, yeah. (laughs) That's Richard Donner, bro. Jesus. Oh, 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 way off. Sorry. (laughs) Um, Spielberg. 
based on those different things and uh, just, you know, getting older, like a thing that I realized is like how connected everything is. And it's like, if you give a fuck about like getting better at like, I don't know, laying out a logo, which you would think doesn't like that shit directly reflects on being a director and you yeah. get better at doing a podcast. That mm -hmm. shit directly reflects on being a, like all this shit that I was like, oh, these aren't connected. It's all like, I'm like a musician. Like I would have never thought that that shit would have like being an, you know, a quote unquote artist, like a recording artist and totally separate things. And it's like, oh no, like I watch a lot of like editing and directors, like the pacing of their edit. It's like, I'm like, what is the fucking like yeah, yeah, yeah. white guy? You know what I mean? No, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like there's no rhythm to it. And you're like, yeah, yeah. oh, that guy's not a musician. You <laughs> know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? Where he's like, no, I'm just doing yeah. the jig. You know, like. Hey, yeah. you guys he's did like, that video with a white guy, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Is and, and like, oh, that's like that rhythm that you just kind of have while you're editing. You're like, because oh, that, 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 that this that, other that. thing you did in a previous part of your life still is affecting shit that you're doing now. Yeah. Yes. And uh, I listened to a podcast with David Fincher on there, and like that dude has done every job on a movie set. Like Robert yeah. Rodriguez has done every yeah. single job there is. Every and, job there is. He's and when done somebody it, you know? says, "Oh no, I can't do that," he goes, "Why can't you? Yeah, you yeah, can. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, seem yeah, to do yeah. X, Y, and Z." And yeah, it's yeah. like there's a lot of empowerment in that. But I had, dude. So without getting too deep into shit, uh, I just recently started seeing a psychiatrist, and uh, uh, it's I had this crazy oh. fucking like, and he was like, "You weak." Yeah, he was like, "You a weak bitch." Uh, I had this crazy realization, which was, um, it brought me to tears. It was crazy. I, we were one of the thing. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a special thing. Like, um, that basically like I've got this set of skills. That's like how to do everything myself, you know? And that's cool. Um, but I'm at a point now, like Ryan and I are working on these big fucking awesome things with paps that like, they're really cool opportunities and I can't do shit by myself anymore. Um, and that really freaked me out. And like, I was talking to this therapist and she was like, you had this old set of rules. And she's like, you're going through a metamorphosis now where you get to have a new set of rules and like new tools and develop those new tools. And I was like, just, I was just scared. Cause I'm like, I don't know if I have those. And she's like, you got fucking good people around you. You'll figure it out. And I, you know, that was like really profound for me. Um, and like, just that idea of growth is like, you don't like, you don't have to live your life with the same set of rules your whole life. Like it can get you to a point then you can turn into another thing. So that's, I'm just excited. Fuck this pandemic. I'm excited about like, I kind of feel like we're in that. Like you guys are getting ready mm -hmm. to do a new fucking record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to do some new music videos for you. That Wolves like took my whole heart and soul to do that one fucking thing. And now I'm like, I got 10 fucking music videos. <laughs> I'll have more fucking music videos. You guys have songs. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm juiced up and like, yeah, anyway. All for the same price. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to do them all in a weekend, baby. That's both of our industries. It's constant evolution and learning shit and even just figuring out what the fuck to do next. And yeah, it, it's constantly changing. We're not the same band we were 15, 20 years ago at all. We aren't doing the same things. We are writing songs different. We're fucking making videos different. Everything's different. So yeah, it's a constant evolution. Dude, and also, I think you, you know, if you, uh, you know, do enough like soul searching and, and, and all that shit, you like really figure out what... Whoa, why yeah. is that on? Sports! Oh, we're gonna watch the Let's game! Go. <laughs> I didn't know the volume was up. My bad, y'all. <laughs> Josh trying to watch the hockey game. Uh, soul searching, you said? Yeah, you, you just, you really figure out what your values are, like what you value. Um, the easiest... You know, uh thing I could say would be like the easiest example I could come up with like like I value my time 
more than I value. Like I value waking up more than I value you guys hanging out with my kids, (laughs) doing like some kind of crazy workout and like fucking sitting in a coffee house and shit. You know, I value that like that freedom more than I value driving like a brand new car or living in a fancy house and shit. Like really like knowing yourself and knowing like what you really value. I think that's like opens up a lot of doors to like, um, a lot of creative potential and a lot of freedom. You know what I'm saying? hundred percent. Just and, and happiness and fulfillment. Yeah. Just, mm-hmm. I, I know what I value when I was 22. I don't think, I think I was just trying to figure all that shit out when I was 25, 28. 20, I, I feel like I've always been figuring that out. And now it's like, you know, you're, you're, you grew up and you're just fucking bombarded with people telling you that this, no, this is the way you do it. You know, you get security, you get this, you get that, you know, you're a loser if you don't have this or that and whatever. And it's just like, the way I live is fucking crazy to a lot of people, you know? Yeah. It's like, fuck, but I value freedom and time and I value like actually really liking my life more than I do like having fancy shit, you know? I think we were always like that. It's just, we happened to fall into the period where we made money during that mindset, but I think we were always kind of like that. Obviously our priorities changed and time is different now, what we value with having kids and being older and such, but but it's just, we we were never worried about making money over our happiness you know it was always just yeah. we want to make sure we're happy doing what we're doing and we would not take tours that were fucking huge sometimes just because we we're like nah it's not really what we're into it's not really doesn't look right for our future we would do that all the time that do was we, very common for us we also never spent money in like eh. well we, we, we never spent money in <laughs> spent like money on our happiness sometimes for yeah, sure we never spent it on like traditionally like uh I don't know, rich people shit. You know no. what I mean? It was just comfort of yeah, but there's continuing like, like to be what we houses. want to do what we wanted to do. Yes. But there is never ending like social pressure to do that shit. Like I've yeah. watched all yeah. of our friends. I'm just group. saying, I think our mindset was always kind of there. It's just, it's, yeah. it's had to go through a lot yeah, of different yeah. versions. Of yeah, it. but like, okay, perfect example. Last couple of years, like most people I know, you know, you've been in your house for 10, 15 years. You built up equity. The market's fucking crazy right now. Most people I know have in the last couple of years have sold their house, made a shit ton of fucking money, put it down on a house that's like two or three times more is more expensive, two or three times the square footage and two or three times better neighborhood, you know? And like almost everyone I know has done that. And like, I'm just like, well, in five years they'll regret that because yeah. they did it. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe I, I don't know. Maybe they'll be hey, very whatever, happy. Whatever fucking makes you happy. I'm it's just, saying, just my if, volume system doesn't work like that. You, you get caught up in the shit and then all of a sudden you owe yeah. fucking three grand a month on something that you were lifestyle just chasing, creep. chasing some kind of yeah. lifestyle yeah. thing. I'm just, I, I'm just saying if that makes you happy, that's the only it's reason like, I don't do it. That's, that's, that's cool. It's just my value system does not work like that at, yeah. at, at all. And people might think that's a little weird, but I just, I'm like, how do I not have to spend any money at all, so I can never have to do anything other than work on music. That's yeah, all I dude, think about. Dude, yeah. same, yeah. yeah. Like, my little ass house, like, my sister and brother-in-law live in a fucking massive house. Like, when I when I was, when Story of the Year was popping off, my sister lived in the guest bedroom with my nephew in my house, and I was like, dude, don't pay rent, mm-hmm. just fucking live in our house. And now, <laughs> she and her husband we, both we, make... We would be writing lyrics in your basement, and then yeah, like, her and it, Devin would be running around. Yeah, and like, dude, my sister at her job makes more than I do between my day job and story of the year and my other podcast. You know what I mean? And she, money have, isn't real guys. Yeah. They had this, they had this big fucking beautiful house and I'm Cryptocurrency like, that's is. cool. And I'm like fucking proud of her and shit. But from where I'm coming from, I'm like, fuck that bitch. I'm like, first I'll kill her. <laughs> and secondly, uh, like, okay, I got a big enough backyard. I could just put like, 
I could put like another shed back there and then like I could put tools in that and then like maybe I could put an addition on it and like there'd be enough room for my like I'll stay in my fucking house. You know what I mean? I don't give a shit about anything. Like keep my low ass house payment. I'm never moving. Hundred <laughs> percent. You know I've lived mean? in my house for almost 18 years. I'm not moving. I live in this weird paradox where uh, no matter, like, I'll have a bigger house or buy more stuff or whatever, and then, like, I'll get stressed out, like, that I have to pay for that stuff and then just, like, find the, like, I guess what I'm saying is, like, I think about this all the time. If I didn't have a wife, that's it. <laughs> No, if I, I think if I didn't have a wife, if I didn't have kids, I really liked that joke. Nobody else did. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> if I didn't have a wife or kids, I would have so much more time to do shit, you know, to like, I'd, I would work fucking 20 hours a day. Like I would just, I, I'd be, me and Ryan would be out in Colorado shooting lifestyle things. That's fucking magazines. go. I know, but my fucking kids hold me down, but <laughs> I just kids, wouldn't have to get dressed in the morning. It'd the be kids great. are the only reason that I do this shit. Like they're the ones that push me to be like, fuck, I got to make that mortgage. Yeah. Fuck, yeah, I gotta, yeah. You know, no, that's like, real. They, they got knock on me, your bedroom door in the morning. Like dad. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't, where's be, the money? I wouldn't, where's be, the money? Lebowski. <laughs> they don't know that. Yeah. That's real. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's a hundred percent real. And like, if I ever did move, it would be 100% about the kids and 0% about me. Because yeah. I could live in a fucking van. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, yeah, I get that. Like, everything I get that. that I do now, I don't know. It's just a weird thing of like, uh. But you have more kids than any of us. I got a lot of kids. How I mean, you kids. have three? I have three, yeah. Yeah. So much sperm. You guys, uh, we you, only know what it's like to have two. We don't know what this third, it's third this illustrious third kid. You guys ever see, like, okay, I know it's a movie and whatever, but like, you guys ever see something in the movie and it just like, it's. Somebody says something, and you're just like, or there's a lesson in a movie, and you're like, that's fucking real. That's profound. Like, yeah. it just hits you between the eyes. Like, okay. Always. Dude. This and this And this is 40 when uh, Graham Parker, at the end, they're having like, mm, yep. he's having his crisis and everything. He's like, it's the secret to life, bro. Keep your nuts small. It's a secret to life, yeah. you know? He's like, you thought it was going to sell records? Yeah. It's like, they never sell. <laughs> they just never keep, sell. <laughs> here's the, it's the whole secret. It's keep your nuts. I remember watching that like 10 years ago or whenever they came out and went like, oh my God. Like, that's, that's fucking it. Like, that's what you do. It's the secret to longevity. Yeah. Dude, that's what I do now. Like, I fucking, I have like two pairs of pants. I drive a, a I love my car, but it's like, it's seven, seven years old. It got uh, you here. Yeah, but I always have a fucking year of bills in the bank. Like, always. Yeah. Like, yep. I always, like, I I play. Most of my life is just fucking play. My Prius is 14 years old. Yeah. It's out yeah. there right now. Yeah. And, like, I, I work my ass off. I live in a really great neighborhood and, and, and all that stuff. But, like, it's, uh, I've never fallen victim to that, like, social pressure of, like, bigger, more, bigger, more. Because it's like, no, yeah. I, I'm going the opposite. I want, I, I want less stuff. I want, I, dude, I get rid of stuff. I got rid of stuff today. Like today, I got rid of shit. Like I'm always like, the less clutter I can have in my fucking vision. You and- are extreme. Well, and just I can end the sentence there. Extreme, extreme, Ryan. But, <laughs> so fucking but extreme. You, you you do like to purge all of your stuff out of your house dude, in the last few years. That's been your thing, dude. It is. You just like it's, and it's like it's not even like what's that chick's name? The condo Maria. Like I was doing Marie that. Condo. Sh- it's not none of that shit. I or just Maria's condo. Yeah, the less you stuff. Kept, keep it all there. Because, like, dude, uh, not to get all fucking hippy-dippy, but, like, desire is kind of, like, the source. Like, the more you desire shit, it's just, like, you're just setting yourself up to fucking suffer. So the less desires that you have, the less suffering you're going to have. So I don't really want that much shit, so I don't really fucking suffer. I don't like, either. Fear leads to anger. You know anger what I'm saying? Anger leads to hate. <laughs> hate. 
No, if you to have suffering. too many desires, you just th- spend all day thinking about, I want this. I'm not going to be happy until you make, you're basically making a deal with yourself to be unhappy until you get this thing. Hey, why don't you lay off me? <laughs> well, hey, see, hey, but we, right all have Josh, we all have Josh's stuff to I don't play make, with. Though, I so don't make fine. that deal with myself. Yeah. I just use his shit. To put that in perspective, <laughs> that's Ryan's outlook. And Josh's nickname that our management used to call him back in the day was flat screen. <laughs> Is that real? Yeah. They used to call him flat screen? Reese did. Yeah. He's like, uh, oh, he's one to talk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, I mean, uh, I guess I kind of remember. Hey, that, I'm gonna but... start charging you guys rent. <laughs> hey, um, hey, I have some cool things. No, I'm gonna charge you guys. He rent has on all my your shit. old cool things. <laughs> yeah, I do. I have, I have Adam's old fucking Beats headphones. He's got some really use. cool shit that you used to have. No, I have like six cool things. I'm, I'm, like I'll no, spend next, the fuck out of money. I'll spend a bunch of money on like bikes and stuff. Next time, like, somebody I have asks like me six for something, things. I say, Cash app. Yeah. Hey, Do we all have to pay you four you're bucks? You're gonna to lose watch this? all kinds of friends, bro. Wait, <laughs> hey, you know what's a a good example? I've I've thought about this for years. You have to so buy I, your friends. We don't for at least twenty years. I've thought about the idea of like living within your means in terms of like a house, but then just making the most of that and not needing oh, there ASMR. It is. Yeah, uh, not needing. A Let's whole bunch get of extra fucked shit. up, bro. Dan's in laws. They live in the neighborhood where. That is true, yeah. Everybody grew up. I think I get a lot of my insight from, like, their their shit. My wife's parents, the yeah. Longs. Dude, their their house is like... Look them up. That's how you Look maximize just the space that you have and make it the fucking sweetest thing ever. Like, the garage turned into the sweet, like... Uh, Cabana, as we call it. Yeah, it's like Don used to have... Does he still hot- have his drums in there and shit? Uh, no, because he has a practice spot that he played. He's in a band as well. They've lived in this house for 40 years or so, basically. Dude, it's and like every square inch of small house, house. small house, but they just have turned it into the ultimate oasis of, of their life. And yeah. they're never going to leave. You know, that's just their thing. Why, you maximize why, your spot, man. Yeah, why go get a bunch of extra space and spend a bunch of extra money and, like, fall victim to that lifestyle creep when you can just experience more shit with what you have? Kids. I'm with you, life. but you guys know about bidets? Bidets? bidets. Yeah. Hey, we played Japan a lot. Yeah, of yeah. course we know about these yeah. things. That little tickle. Yeah, yeah, put a bidet on your existing toilet. It's great. Yeah, I mean, you can yeah. get one now. It's you don't need easy. stuff, but you do need a bidet. <laughs> yeah. If you don't have a bidet, I'm, and not that bullshit. I don't have one, but I wish I did. Yeah. I'll get like that next. You going to get me one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Tight. I'll work it into the shit. I need an outlet in my bathroom. I know. You got to pay for that too. Put that I don't in. have an outlet oh, in my it's bathroom. Be you hire an electrician. They come in for 100 bucks. You got an outlet. Baby. 100 bucks. Come over and put one Shout in. Shout out nuts. I mean, I know a guy. Bucks. Yeah, I mean, you know, I wouldn't turn it off. Dude, yeah. Dennis Morgan Taylor would do it as a favor. I don't need him to do it. Well, you see that. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, you just drill a hole. <laughs> I'll text you know him right now. You just said fuck off. <laughs> He's in Hawaii. I FaceTimed him He's yesterday. He's in Hawaii. He's in Hawaii with Lena. No. Anyway. I, I, I got to go my bathroom anyway. It's going to happen then. All right. Send pick. For real though, you gotta have a plug behind the toilet though. I mean, is if that you, a thing? This is I got a really nice one because they were all out of all the other ones. You got a tushy? Nah, I ain't got a tushy, son. I got a Toto 350E. What's up? Yeah, straight from Japan, dog. Oh Tom my Segura's god, got that's a tushy. the real. That's the real so, Japanese I got, one. I got a three. No, he didn't got a fucking tushy. He got tushy. He got tushy as a sponsor. I got the 350E because they got 350E. Well, that's my. Listen, that means he got it for free. This thing. <laughs> that doesn't mean that's what's in his house. That means what he says. <laughs> while, while you paid four hundred dollars for you. Tom Segura got his installed for free. Oh, yeah. So. I paid more than $400. But, uh, exactly. Anyway, this thing will make you question your sexuality. It is the best <laughs> feeling ever actually having a clean butt. and uh, I just got a hair bottle spray. I just can't. Oh, that works too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just <see> my hand. <laughs> babe, no can you get me? Paper. Babe, can you fill up the, the water bottle with warm water for me? Fill up a squirter. <laughs> 
That'd be awesome if Christy actually had squirted for you too. <laughs> Will you come like in you and squirt went. my butthole? <laughs> <laughs> do do uh. the sound effect again. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, dude, in like 2003, the first time we went to Japan, we, 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 we all sat on the toilet and we're like, why are there fucking buttons everywhere? What do we do? Like, how do you go to the bathroom here? And then you start hitting buttons and shit starts squirting your asshole and you're like, whoa! Dude, I love in the DVD, Trost does the thing where he hit it and it shoots all the way out the door yeah. against the dude, they fucking They got some closet. serious pressure on some yeah, of Yeah, man. They it's don't great. have a toilet in Japan without one. I'd use that sometimes just not even shitting after like walking around all day. Clean yeah. it up. Be like, man... I don't blow your guys' minds. I never used it once. What? Never. We've been to Japan 13 times. I've never used it. Not even just investigate and check it out? Not even in college? (laughs) (laughs) Put your your hang on your room all naked. Yeah, I've never used a bidet, though. Huh. I don't know. Huh. Never felt like it. Come on over to my house. Just shoot it in your mouth. Let's have a bidet party. What a a fucking commie. What a commie. Yeah, cool. Can we do an Instagram story where Ryan gets a bidet for the first time? Yeah. Just like only... This is what we should do, for real. We'll mute it, just, f- you know, chin above, chin up. <laughs> just my face. Then, yeah, just your face. <laughs> now, we'll split screen it. One is the mostly shot of the butthole. Your nose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just one of the eye. Yeah, oh, the eyes good. and the butthole is split screen. <laughs> but I'm, if we're talking about, like, Equal size. <laughs> content. content. That's content people want to see. Oh, yeah, of course. Let's you know do the it. Discord wants to see some. Oh, my God. God. Here it comes, dude. Oh, oh, morning. oh yeah. <laughs> Friday morning is going to be bidet <sighs> memes with Ryan. But all kinds of stuff. Hey, shout out to everybody, all the patrons, everybody on Discord. Uh, you guys, yeah, you're fucked up and you're amazing. Honestly, that is the most incredible. Those guys, dude, and they gals, kill it. It, is, it it's makes so me good. want to have a podcast just to try to aspire to one day have a group of people yeah. like that. It's unbelievable. Yeah, if I would have thought, if I would have known that that was the only thing that we would get out of this at all, I would be like, yeah, let's do it. If, even if that was it. It's like, yeah. we got oh, this new so good, Sodi dude. Discord family that's just fucking hilarious. Yo, Jordan, the Jordan Phoenix show is your podcast. We haven't even said it by name. Uh, when you reboot that shit, maybe that's part of the Page Avenue podcast network. <sighs> and and we, you just have your own Discord channel within our Discord where they, you can get uh, shots of eyes and butthole only. <laughs> Hey, Jordan, I got a question for you. Who's the only member of this band who hasn't been on your podcast? Well, I was going to do it. I thought we could just... <laughs> awkward. Mm, I'm only the lead singer. He's trying to work up to you, dude. He was scared. I don't have anything good to say. It's fine. Um, yeah, no. We'll save it for the revamping. The re- it's fine. reboot. I got yeah. hammered on your podcast. Dude, it was so fun. You were... you. I, there's a I was couple, the best. It's cool. It was honestly... It was really fun to talk to you on that because I feel like we had... Um, not talked like I'm, you know, closer to Ryan and Adam, mm. and I don't ever talk to Dan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and, we talk more now, uh, you know, since we've been working together more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. That's because I don't but like back, anybody. Back then, we we <laughs> didn't know each say. other as well. But yeah. But no, it, you it, called me on the phone once. Yeah, we talked. Uh, <laughs> it's it's that's what's cool about podcasting, though. I mean, I I've really struggled with whether to start up or I'm trying to find the right reason to do it again. You know, because again, like, is it worth it or is it timing? Yeah. Yeah, just like the like Adam and I have talked a lot about it. It's like I could have all my shit together. I mean, I do. Let's be honest. And uh, yeah. it doesn't matter if the guest doesn't have their shit together. And I don't mean like somebody coming in person. Like you know, because we're t- Adam's like got you know tons of hookups for me to talk to great people. And it's like, well, what if they don't have the right fucking thing or they don't have you know? And then you know, Adam spends so much time. Like I just don't have the 
mental bandwidth to like edit stuff and line stuff up and all that. And if it's not like turnkey for me, it's just annoying. And I mean, it's probably annoying for him too, but, uh, I'm just like, I'm out on that. I got to meet with people in person. Obviously the pandy is, you know, quote unquote ending. And, uh, so maybe like, Hey, no rules. (laughs) (laughs) We we omitted that part of the Flamingo story. Uh, my bass player from my other band, the fuck off night was standing behind the bar going, no rules, no rules. After, after after a guy, after a guy got shot, but yeah, I mean, not shot stepped. Sorry. I don't know. So so I can't even remember what happened, but yeah, it's just, uh, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's tight that you guys have a podcast and I want to do one again for this, for the discord. Cause that's cool. <laughs> you mean to come on and to boost it? It's cool. <laughs> Yo, dude, I think he, you should have everybody else on again before you have me on though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to get lapped. <laughs> 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 Including X members. We'll do Cause they've all one. been on too. We'll do a special one. Yeah, yeah. You, you've had both X members of Story of the Year on and not Dan. That's awesome. I mean, Loser. I get it. You don't like me, but that's fine. What a bitch. No, I'm just trying to like, you know. Hey, you're lucky. To I told Adam stage. it's okay for you to be on ours. You're lucky. <laughs> right. I'm just kidding. I'll I love you. I love you, Jordan. That's fine. He won't even look at me. I'm watching hockey, bro. All right, well, we should probably wrap this up, huh, Ryan? Yeah. <laughs> Let's wrap it. That's a good spot to end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, um... Even though you're kind of on hiatus right now, you do have a back catalog of some pretty solid episodes. You had every member except Dan of our band on your podcast. Yeah. You had uh, Porter McKnight from Atreyu. You had Ryan Key from Yellow Card. You've had a bunch of St. Louis. I had Rob Tweedy from uh, Adair and Disturbing the Peace. Yep. Old, old Tweedy. Who worked with Love John tweets. Reese. And there's honestly, yeah. my podcast is sort of just, uh, uh, what do you call it? Not an accompaniment podcast, uh uh, there's a word for it. You're you're a bottom. Yeah, my I, I'm a bottom. <laughs> you're a sidecar. Yeah, I'm a sidecar <laughs> to the story of your podcast. You know, what I mean, if you <laughs> yeah. like this one, you know, I got some ep, some apps out there. Yeah, there's some yeah. interesting people. You're like a you're a you're a pusher of of local talents and you know, everybody in the in the in the scene. You're trying to bring everybody up and help them out. Yeah, I honestly was just trying to talk to like uh, people that would give me work, <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> or maybe that's just the ones it, that worked out. Yeah, yeah. But then it just turned into like Adam kept being like, "Oh, you could do this person." I'm like, "Whoa, like I like a tray. You fuck yeah!" Like it was, it just quickly turned into Adam like being my booking agent, and uh, and that was tight. That's tight. Your therapist was like, "It's okay, Adam can book <laughs> podcast guests for you." Adam's also our booking agent, so yeah, it works out. He tells us every week who's going to be on. Yeah, and they were like, "Fuck, Jordan, I guess, I guess." Fuck, but at Jordan Phoenix Show, yeah, shouts right? out, yeah, on all the stuff or just Instagram or where are you? I don't know. Yeah, just hit me up on Instagram. Earth, cool. You can go to jordanphoenix.com. I got some shit up there. Uh, I got like music videos and shit. You could watch some things. Cool. Go search story of the year. Stir, stir. I said story of the year. Story of the Sturry. year. Slurry of the year is what I'm doing now. <laughs> uh, story of the year. Miracle. <laughs> Watch that video, and uh, that was a Jordan Phoenix production. Oh, you know what's really tight about that? If you Google Story of the Year Miracle, a fucking still image of the single comes up first and not the music video because we did it at the later half of the cycle. And so, Dude, hey, before we wrap real quick, do you remember trying to film the the intro to the Miracle video? The way it was planned was that there was this whole – Dialogue <laughs> where we tried to be actors. <laughs> Dude, do you guys remember how fucking painful that was? We should do another For you podcast guys. where you have me on again with Ben. 
so that we can just yeah. like just make fun of us. And like yeah. we can, we should agree beforehand that <laughs> I love you guys and anything that's said is just you know what I mean like we Cannon just leave will it. Be used against you in the court <laughs> of law. And you guys could talk because I would love to talk shit on Ben too and have that amnesty. And if we could all just like talk, like it, I think it would be really good listen to like you guys could shit on me as hard as you want, and we could just talk about all the tops and bottoms of uh, the process because it it was a fucking awesome thing, but there was a lot of like. I'll go as deep as you guys. I mean, I'll reveal as much as you want. It was quite it was, the process. We had to get together like five different times. We should yeah, bring your therapist into this. <laughs> the, <laughs> yeah. the video. They'll, I'm going to say most of it was Adam's fault, though. The dialogue part, that was one of the most not fun things yeah. I've ever done in my whole career. Yeah, but the too. music video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the <laughs> we actual music. We spent two music, hours trying to say oh, like God. four lines, all of us. Dude, it was terrible. We're Josh not, crushed it. Josh got it. crushed it. I got it. We're not We're not but actual, was born. <laughs> but the actual video, I think you did an amazing job. I had a worse I think time it's fucking awesome. filming the performance. Did any of the dialogue? It's not in there, right? You know, no, there it. is. Yeah. yeah. At the beginning. There's a lot of it's editing just me. around it. Yeah. It's like very brief at the beginning. That's right. Yeah. Dude, that shit was terrible. But honestly, like, I'm... My, it's not a, nearly as much as we planned on making it. Yeah, yeah we were gonna right. like Adam was, wanted to make a fucking scripted. a four yeah. hour movie. So uh, no, we, and that would have been fucking awesome. We yeah. just we we're not. I'll, I'm hey, the y'all worst. Can't, y'all can't I act. wasn't the guy. None of us were qualified to do. Look, that, Josh is know. the only qualified actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the problem is, is we should have just <laughs> he just not kept had saying a, suck one over and over again. We should have just not had a script and just like improv, just been us like we do on this podcast. Right, and and we try to follow a script, which is probably the right way to do it, but we're just not. We're not good enough to do that. I remember Ryan saying that a thousand times, and you saying, no, we should have it scripted. Yeah, this is honestly the exact It's same all coming back now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No. It's fucking, it was terrible. It's not, now he, he wasn't wrong. We're just not know, actors. Yeah, it just, it was, yeah. it was rough. We, we are yeah, not Everybody was all uncomfortable that. and shit. And it's terrible. Josh. Josh crushed it again. Everybody was all uncomfortable. I was all follow the script, and you were all oh, I can't act, and you were all oh, I fucking hate this. And Josh was all man, but dog, I've been acting this whole time. I was just mad because this this thing that I was it, acting it, like me. This thing Killing where it. like everyone's looking at you saying this isn't working, no one wants to do this, and you you were just like doing that thing where where like you were the only one that was uncomfortable Everybody with the lines was. though. Everybody was. They just weren't as vocal I as me. I wasn't uncomfortable with the lines because I wasn't following the lines. But <laughs> you did a great job. You were actively like, <laughs> oh, it's terrible. I'm so scared. It was, but, it was but really, really I wasn't awkward. scared, but every one of us thought it was fucking lame and terrible because we're just... Well, because we all, we all knew that, for one, we're not all actors. Two, like... The fact that we're Except not acting. Well, we didn't know. I, but like, I didn't We figured, like, let's try it. But I knew, I knew what was supposed to happen. I didn't follow anything. You were trying to like, re, like regurgitate. Did, no, but dude, you did really well. You were you, like on it, but you were like improvising you, you a little were, bit, which yeah. is fine. Yeah, you were improving yeah, yeah. on the actual script and you fucking killed it. I was like, holy shit, Josh is killing this. But like, you were like, re, like really trying to like regurgitate the same line every single time. And if you watch anything about the pursuit of happiness, you don't do that. <laughs> Well, Will Smith's we, kids we were doing that. more of it's. It's always sunny, and uh, you were doing more like Star Wars or something. Yeah. <laughs> so one thing that like that I really took from I, I wouldn't change it for it was I love it ended up the being awesome. Maybe not the 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 script, but that it worked out. It worked out. What 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 it ended up being was great. But yeah, but like so part of my journey was with that. It was like I was co directing, which I still don't even know what that really means. But with Ben, Ben and I were co directing it, and then Adam was also he wasn't like listed as a direct but it was like this three of us doing this creative thing and ryan it was basically like everybody wanted to have their hands in it or like wanted to have equal help with it and a lot of cooks yeah and i just realized in that because i was like 
you know, like for Ben and I, I was trying to not be a cook. Yeah, you, you were remember. trying to not be a cook. I was trying I was real like, fucking right, hard. Right, I need you to be my cook, dude. I was like, no. <laughs> we, everybody was trying to make sure it was going to turn out good, but then. Yeah. A thing that, that I learned that doesn't from always that work like is that. that yeah. yeah. And, and like why I don't co-direct things with Ben now, and we've talked about this, like I would happily DP for him at like be the director of photography for something that he directs. It just, you need that solitary vision. These are just things you learn. You hear about it and you're like, oh, sure, but I'll do it differently. But it's like, you need, you guys all need to look at me and we go, no, that's not what we're fucking doing. This is what we're doing. This is what you guys hire me for. You can fire me if you want, but this is, this is the vision. This is what it is. And then me saying that will give you the confidence to be like, all right, he knows what he's doing. Let's go. Instead of us being like, all right, like, you know, that like fail by committee kind of thing where, yeah. you know, oh, well, Adam thinks that we should do this and Ben thinks we should do this and Jordan thinks we should do this. It's like, nobody knows what they're doing. And, you know, since I've like had the, honestly, like I never thought, I'm good enough to say I'm the director. You guys all need, not you guys, but like any project all needs to listen to me, you know? And you realize like, oh, by saying that you actually get the best out of everybody. Everybody just wants you to, to own it. And then if it sucks, it's your fault, not everybody's fault. And <laughs> right. then they can be like, all right, we'll just listen to you and do it. And if it sucks, then we'll just blame <laughs> yeah. you. you know As I mean? the video shoot went on, like the third or fourth time we all got together, you got more into that role and it made it, better and better every time you did that. And then when we did the live stream stuff, you were very much just like, nope, let's do it like this. And then, you know, we, we all have input. Everybody has input, but you having that say, you're very good at that. It's like, it's, it's good. Always be more like that because it, it works because we like direction and yeah. we'll tell you if we don't like it, of course, you know, it's like, but, but that's good I'll for any passively artist. aggressively tell you. I don't like it. <laughs> it's good for anybody to be ensured that like what you're doing is great. Just do it like that. Do it like that. I mean, I Rob, love that. And if I'm like, I don't like that, you'll be like, cool, cool. What are we going to do? And that's just the thing. But I will trust in you if, you know, you're telling me what to do, you know? Yeah. And I think when Ryan asked me to do it, like he knew that I knew how to make stuff look cool, but that I probably didn't know how to be a director really. You know what I mean? Like, you mean, are you talking about Miracle? Yeah, or, yeah. Uh, not go singing from me. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, for Miracle, like, you kind of knew what you were getting yourself into with me. And, like, I definitely used that. I, I put my heart and soul in that fucking video and, like, really learned a lot from it, which wasn't necessarily, like, how to make the best image. I mean, I learned stuff on that, too. But, yeah, it was way less about that and way more, like, about the stuff you're talking about. Yeah. Like, yeah, when we, when we did, man. Yeah, yeah, when we did uh, Ghost Signal, I was like, fuck listen up fellas this is what's up i'm having a kid we can't do this this day like <laughs> there I was all that. this i was like cool then we gotta do it let's do it yeah and it was um that whole thing that that thing was so f like so fucking cool that we did that together and like in a time when a lot of people like you know shout out to atreyu who i feel like borrowed a lot of ideas it was like made me feel really like proud that they like ripped off a lot of ideas because well, like we, we have were, the, we have the same management as our friends in Atreyu now, so uh, ours was like the test thing for our management group. They're like, "Cool, if you guys want to do a live stream," and then they were like, "Well, this is how you do it." Evidently, so like then set the so, bar. So yeah. then Atreyu was no, like, "Cool, we're gonna it do it awesome. similar to what Story of the Year did." That it was kind of pissed me off because they showed us up like because <laughs> they live in fucking L.A. where shit like they had like like no, you, but you take from it and then you adapt. Yeah, genuinely, then, yeah. it made me so like. Oh yeah, we did the right thing. Like I felt like yeah, we did absolutely. such a great thing. And then, you know, we're in St. Louis, like a smaller market, so we don't have like all the crazy cool gear that is just like not being used. I don't know. That you you went above and beyond and, and made it fucking awesome. Yeah, dude. You really. Anyway, that was fun shit. And I did feel like in that moment, like I had been calling myself a director for a while and didn't really feel like one. Yeah, I was I was the director of that. Like we had the vision, we figured it out, we all worked together, it was tight, and you yep. know, anyway. I yeah. think what made the miracle video was the grease paint on my wrists between my long <laughs> sleeve and my glove. Josh I think had we let not that, have that, we'll it wouldn't have been, that I mean, the video wouldn't have been as good. <laughs> what was the... <laughs>
We really should do a podcast where we just all talk about miracles. I think it's, I think it's happening right it's now. So <laughs> well, we were talking about how we should talk about someday, but people care about our video. Oh, it's a good video. Yeah, so yeah. anyway, so aggravating. <laughs> hey, we'll everything. Get ben, we'll get Ben on, and we'll have a whole session. Everything yeah. we do in our band, there's there's uh, ups and downs. There's I a lot like of arguments that go on. There's a lot of shit behind the scenes. Ben could talk shit on me for an hour straight, and I think it would be hilarious. So if yeah. nothing else, that would be fun. But here's what I, I'm like hyper attracted to people that fucking care a lot, and you care a lot, and that's why I think ultimately uh, take this how you want, but why we asked you to do the miracle video because like no one's going to fucking care more than this dude, you know? Yeah. I and, mean, not to take away from your talents as a director or a cinematographer or any of that stuff, but like you fucking care, dude. Like yeah. we could just... Fly a dude from LA, he's not gonna fucking care. Like, so, not like so you, do, you, you know, you weren't good, but Ryan was hyper attracted to you, <laughs> yeah. and that's why you're gonna do a video for Satan's Butthole. It's a song <laughs> off of our new record. Um, it's my favorite track. It's a great place that's, to wrap That's it not up. a working title. That's the real title, Satan's Butthole. I'm in. I got ideas. So yeah, just <laughs> all right. It's a it's a little Nas X cover. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I've been lying this whole time. We're actually doing a cover album. <laughs> Again, at Jordan Phoenix Show is where you can find uh, this dude. All the band stuff is obviously at Story of the Year. All my shit's at Adam the Skull. Dan's is all at Mine's Lil Nas at X. all at JordanPhoenix.com. <laughs> Mine is also at JordanPhoenix.com. <laughs> is, that, is that a website? I hope it is. Okay, website, good. Okay, yeah. good. Right. I was hoping you had that one. Mine's at MrBigBeats.jp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. That's incredible. Um, <laughs> Hold on, we've had sound effects this whole time and you haven't used them. Hold on. My beautiful wife. Yes! <laughs> They're all my wife. Uh, my wife, Oksana. <laughs> you haven't hit it. My wife, Oksana. She's a. Hey, hold on. Hey, hey, uh, you guys know my wife, right? My wife. Yes! <laughs> we, didn't. we even talked about wives earlier. Sorry, didn't I hit fucking those. blew it. That's my bad. Uh, anyway, go on. Dan, in, the, in this podcast, we're all drunk. Dan's Except for is, Ryan. Uh, Producer can do that. Wife, uh, Drew, uh, <laughs> <laughs> at my wife. Jordan's is at my wife, and Ryan's is at my wife, and uh, Josh's is at my wife. And- How can we go on?